Calling program is a proud member of the Palava family of podcasts. Check out all the shows over at palava.com. That's P-A-L-A-V-I.com. I will institute a reduction in taxes for the small business owner, as well as a 7% surcharge on all non-local business-related development. Together, we will build a better Pawnee. So, what we're looking for here are your overall impressions of this candidate. What do you like about her? What don't you like about her? Her ideas, her voice, her clothes probably. Well, my campaign has a little momentum, so we're trying to capitalize on that by doing a focus group. Some things are very helpful, other things are not so helpful. All of the things make me feel a lot of feelings about myself. I'm tired of being thankful for scraps. Still, they want us to love them anyway. One day, somebody's gonna have to make a stand. One day, Somebody's going to have to say, enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. He's riding his horse through town to send those warning shots and bells that uh, we were going to be secure and we were going to be free. Too little, too late, too obvious. Madam, you are a clear and present danger to the safety and security of this nation. When it comes to bullshit, big time, major league bullshit, you have to stand in awe. In awe of the all-time champion of false promises and exaggerated claims, religion. No contest. No contest. Reveal to us God's will that we may blindly obey. Free us from thought and responsibility. We shall read things off you. Then do them. Your words guide us. We're dumb. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. You serious? I just, I just told you that a moment ago. So here we are. Episode 180. Yeah. 180 now if, times. If, if I had had some foresight. Uh-huh. Is that the right word? Thought you were going to say foreskin. Yeah. Go well, ahead. I would have had this whole plan where we could have uh, pretended to change the format, you know, 180 degrees, yeah. all that crap, but uh, not. Nah. I'm lazy. So. Although I do have an idea. Remember how I was talking about how I, I feel like I, I owe a couple of episodes? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> So I was talking to Olivia about that, and she started to get this look on her face. I'm like, <laughs> what? She says, I thought you were going to ask me to co-host. <laughs> I was like, you know what? That's that's not a bad idea. Maybe yeah. we'll consider that. That could be kind of fun. Read up on Rick Santorum, and we'll get going on that. Yeah. <laughs> Dad, this guy's a fucking idiot. What the hell? Is this what I have to look forward to when I grow up? <laughs> you were all fucking up my country. <laughs> You're all going in homes. I gotta put Rick Zantorum in the in the in in the home down in the, the Castro section over there. The Starbucks drink that I'm drinking. Yes, I got this for which, free tonight. Which would be coffee. It is a coffee. It's a vanilla latte. I got it for free tonight. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I don't know why. Okay, but the dude gave it to me for free. Huh? I don't know. So, I, I mean, I paid know. for I the know. one I had earlier, so I'll be yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Speaking of stuff for free, is it wrong if as I'm leaving the store and I know I had six of those vintage figures and I look at my receipt because the price didn't seem right in my head and I look at it and I'm like, oh, she charged me for five. 
Is it okay to keep walking? Um, how far are you at that point? <laughs> I had made it to the door. Yeah, you're good. All right. When I first started buying these vintage figures, um, these are the the new vintage figures, yeah. not real actual from well, the what 80s. Store, where were you? I was in Target. Target. Okay. Um, they came in, in in on the on the card. They came in a case with an insert, so it was like a snap together. Yeah. It was um. Oh, you can't see it, but it's that case. Some, that that, uh, that similar to the bottom one there. Or? Exactly like okay. that bottom one. Um, no, that doesn't help anybody. Not at all. Um, and they were they only put out six. It yeah. was it was just that's it. That it was a one time thing yeah. at the time, and they were like twelve bucks a piece. Ooh, well, that's a lot because it's got all the foil yeah, and special yes. protective case, and it was a big deal at the time yeah. and all that. And then when they put them out, when they said, "Okay, we're starting up the vintage line," which I think was like two years ago now, they were like eight ninety nine. Or seven ninety nine, eight ninety nine, something like yeah. that. And the uh, the regular figures were six ninety nine to seven ninety nine. Yeah, and they've steadily gone up. And the 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 problem I'm having is, um, it's going to hit a point where I look at the price and I look at the thing and I'm like, all right, fuck this, I'm done. Yeah, ten bucks for a carded figure. Ten bucks, that's. That's that's a little much. Yeah. Even though I bought six of them. Yeah. That's <laughs> that you know, I don't know. It's it's the original trilogy ones that I really have been going for, but I needed some from Phantom Menace yeah. to have some from each movie. And they had a fucking Nemoidian. I like those guys. Yeah. So whatever. Anyway. Um I was gonna say something. I don't know. Oh, but yeah, I'm not gonna be able to buy anything ever again. <sighs> Because uh, we started looking at preschools. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I love the fact that you have to pay for it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. There's just a whole lot I don't like about the whole idea. So did you, like, go to the preschools? Or Monday just... we're going to the first yeah. one. Yeah. Cool. I got I, I posted a couple things about uh, on Facebook in, like, the um, North Shore uh, page, you know, okay. to kind of get opinions of the place. I only got one response, yeah. but it was from somebody I didn't know, and they said that their their nephew or whoever loved it. So that's cool. We'll see. We're gonna go to another one. Uh, they have an open house on like the fourth or fifth or yeah. something. So we'll go to that too, and we'll see. So I don't know. I don't know. It'd be a lot more doable if we only had one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a drag. Or you could skip preschool too. Yeah, no, they definitely need um, some social they, interaction. Yeah. yeah, they're not they're not like you know weird yet. They're not like anybody we we used to work with. <laughs> um, I don't name names because I don't ever really know who listens. But there were a lot of um, socially inept people that we have come across in in different jobs and stuff. Um, they're not Napoleon Dynamites. Yeah. No, oh. um, like the color of that lampshade. Yeah, just to nobody knows what yeah. we're talking about. Um, but they, we've raised them to be polite to a fault. Yeah. Uh, the other day when we were in the Hallmark store, one of them wanted to ask the the one behind the counter a question or hand her something. I forget what because I was busy paying, and she said, "Excuse me, lady. Oh, 
sorry, ma'am. <laughs> nice. And it's like, wow, okay, you remember that. Today I went over um, the difference between can't and should. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Nova said, I, I said, to her, I said something to her like, um, can I tickle you? And she said, no. And I said, oh, I can. And I tickled her. I said, let me explain it to you this way. See, I have this bottle of water. Can I open it up and pour it on the ground? And she said, no. I said, <laughs> I absolutely can. I'm totally capable. Should I? And she said, no. <laughs> and so as we were going up the stairs, I, I'm carrying it and I'm like, you know what? Can I tickle you? She said, you shouldn't. (laughs) All right. But anyway, back to, like, we take them to the playground at at North Shore, at the mall there. Yeah. uh, The little play area that's always filled there. Oh, there was this one little fucking bitch of a kid there the other day. Remind me. (laughs) And I'll get back to that. But they they, they are so polite. they, They don't, like hold their own place in line all the time. Oh, okay. They'll let the louder, more obnoxious children barge ahead of them. Yeah. So they need to know, they need to learn how to uh, function as part of a group. Yeah. And and that what they want to do is, and, and keeping their place in line and that kind of thing is just as important as yeah. everybody else. Right. And that's not anything you can explain to them. Yeah. Because if yeah. I could explain it to them, they'd be running the fucking playground by now. <laughs> But there was this one little kid. You ever want to just punch a little kid? Yes. There was a kid who was um, differently abled, we'll say. Okay. Not physically. Yeah. But I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Uh, Cute little kid running around, having fun, Mm -hmm. you know. And there was this other fucking twat of a a three-year-old. And I watched him, and he ran around, and he two hands in the chest shoved some kid right on his uh. ass. And the fat fuck of a mother is sitting over there on the phone with the daughter who's right. texting somebody, doesn't say a fucking word. Yeah. I can't stand that when so, you've got parents at a playground who just are totally ignoring what their kids are doing. So me and the dude across the way who had the big spacers in his ears and the tattoos and stuff kind of look at each other, and we're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Now I'm watching both of my kids, and he's watching his, and he shoves another kid, and then he goes up to this other little kid that I described earlier, yeah. and he shoves him, and he sho- he kind of fell backwards onto a step, so he like landed on his butt sitting on the step, Yeah. and the poor kid, the look on his face was like, dude, what the fuck was that? Yeah. I was just standing here. I... We had a long conversation at bedtime with the girls about what to do if somebody acts like that. Right. And I kind of I kind of scared Nova cuz like I'll get loud like yeah. to to prove a point. And um it's it's you know if there's adults around, you want to make sure that what you, what they're doing if they're pushing people, if they push you, you don't want them to do it. You say no stop that yeah or no don't touch me but i said it so loud because right. oh, it shocked them i made her cry oh because first of all it's probably really difficult for her to get that through her head that i need to be assertive towards other people right. that i'm told to be polite to and 
wow, my father is really fucking loud. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, we all had to talk over projectors right. in order to be heard, and that was kind of loud. Yeah. So, and I was thinking about that the other day, too. I've always thought that I was quiet growing up, but then I became a projectionist, and I'm a fucking walking megaphone. <laughs> um, so I'm a little concerned with how they'll be, but I'm not that concerned. Because we went over like the requirements for preschool. Yeah. And it's like count one to five. Yeah. Does one to one to thirty or forty <laughs> count? Know all of your letters, know some colors and shapes. Yeah. Know your name and your address. They know all of the personal information for us except our phone number. Yeah. Which won't take long. Um I don't think they know my parents' names, but they know ours. They can say our last name. It's really interesting, the phone number thing, because I think our kids know our phone numbers. We never give out our phone number now. We don't. No. We don't. I never use it. Mine Mine is recorded at work, and that's about it. Yeah. I do... I do like having the second line because Ellen's phone sucks. The battery, like, she looks at it. She thinks about making a phone call on it, and the battery drains itself. It's like, (laughs) no, fuck you, and it pisses electricity all over the floor. But I like having the second way to get in touch with people. Like, with work, like, I'm going to charge my phone on the computer because I'm going to sync all the videos and pictures that I've taken and all that. So the phone's down here. My bedroom's upstairs. You can call my cell phone till you know. Till, till the end of time. Yeah. And as long as I'm upstairs, I'm not going to answer it. So you call the house yeah. and call twice because I will wake up, I'll hear the phone ring and everybody that knows me that calls the house will call twice because I might be with the girls right. or doing something and if it's really important, you call twice and I'll pick up the second time. Yeah. So if I'm laying in bed and the phone rings, sometimes it's tricked me. I've like heard the phone ring. I fell back asleep real quick. The phone rings again, like a half hour later. Yeah. And I get up and I'm like, "Fucking World Bank! Oh, they want money. Fuck them." <laughs> uh, but that's it. Like work. I don't know. I don't even know if you have my my home number. I might. You might. But I might. But I, th- I guarantee you. Know what? you I, I think when we were at Lowe's, you might have called it. Yeah. But that's if it. I do you text I me? That's it. Yeah, and I haven't. <laughs> And it's actually rare when I call you on your cell phone. When you call, I think it's like it's like, it's like when your mother calls you when you're at work. You're yeah. like, oh, shit, something's shit, wrong. Yeah, who died? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've got your home number. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, I can't think of the last time I've had to call you here, though. No. So. But, yeah, so uh, we got to start preschool. Uh, we've started. So when would they start? September. We'll start yeah. them in September. Um but we're going away for the first two weeks of September, so I'm, uh, I have a lot of questions for them. Yeah. Like, you know, what do you start with? Does it is it actually going to matter if they miss the first two weeks? I don't think it's going to yeah. matter that much because most of preschool should be. I mean, some academics, but a lot of nine to twelve is academics. Yeah, and then twelve to five is whatever. But I want to know, uh, and I don't think it's anything that they would or should advertise on the website. I know some some. It's going to sound really terrible. I'm not equating the two. Yeah. But it's it's a daycare service, you know. Some of the some of the places that will like watch your dog for you <laughs> have a webcam that you can get a password to oh, yeah. and a and a secret website or whatever. Yeah. I want to know do you have that kind of thing? Can I check in and look yeah. whenever I want? Because the classes are going to be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I I 
have Mondays off just, yeah. you know, to have a day off, which will be terrible because I'll be home by myself. <laughs> and really, how long can I masturbate? Right. Um, <laughs> but then after that, no, but like I, I would feel a lot more comfortable knowing that I could just, you know, dial into the camera every yeah, 18 to 20 seconds yeah. and uh, see what's going on. Because I know I cannot rely on them to tell me what goes on during the day. Yeah. I I would hope that, that whatever instructors that are there would, would say, oh, well, they're having a problem with so-and-so. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. And again, like what I, like when, when we were talking before about just being involved. Yeah, this is, this is, it's not just preschool for them getting ready for school. It's also getting ready for you to, for yeah. them to go to school. Yeah. So... I'm not happy about it at all. I told Ellen, I said, I am going to fight this every step of the way. <laughs> but I will tell you in a calm, relaxed tone when I really have a problem. Yeah. But there's some, like, we're looking, it's going to be like 90 for, for, for one, whoever. Yeah. And then. Um, a week? Yeah. And wow. then 10% discount for the other one. So it's really like nothing. Wow. You know, so we're looking at close to $200 a week. Holy shit. Now you take that over the course of 10 months. Yeah, a week. That's that's a lot. Yeah, that's like eight grand. Mm. More than that. How is it right? 60 something. 60 something hundred dollars. If it's two, four, six, eight. If it's like 200, four, (laughs) eight times 10. Yeah, it's about eight grand for the. School year. Well, so hold on. <laughs> 90, right? Yeah. Plus uh 90 plus 80 that's going to be like 170. Yeah, and you got the 80. So months, that's going to so. be 680 a but month. But then it's like 40 40 times weeks. 10 months. Yeah. It came out it came out to like like $6500 yeah. it looked like. Um but whatever, you know. Right. That's there was there was one that we looked at one of the uh, the temples um, yeah. that was that for one kid. And but if 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 your concern is mostly social type stuff, hmm. is there a way to get the social aspect? No, I, I want I want I want to yeah. go with the full thing. I want them to be prepared so they know yeah. when they go to kindergarten they understand. Yeah. My mother, my mother, when she watches them, she's really good with structuring the day. Right. Um, Ellen is probably in between how my mom and I are. And me, it's just like, we don't even fucking get out of our pajamas. <laughs> it's like, you want to watch Batman? Fucking all right. I want to play Skyrim? <laughs> Let's go. Hey, uh, I just got Arkham Asylum. All right, Joker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, all right. That's funny. You know, we'll eat lunch at three. <laughs> you know, it's not always that bad, but. You know, um, like the day the guy that wanted to buy the house across the street, like, uh, showed up at the front door. Yeah. I was in my bathrobe. I had sweatpants <laughs> on. My hair was sticking up in the middle and out at the sides. I looked like a fucking Dr. Seuss character. Yeah. And he's like, hey. I'm like, what's up? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, uh, I'm interested in buying it. Did I tell this story? No. Oh. It's like, hey, I'm interested in, and now you know, I, we've stored a lot of stuff on the porch yeah. for the winter so that we can right. organize the inside of the house, which we're sort of doing. It looked a little better today, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> um, <laughs> we don't have the energy. <laughs> it's really Believe tough. Me, I know. Um, 
He's like, I'm, 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 I'm one of the, uh, one of the interested parties for the house across the street, and uh, I just was wondering if you could answer a few questions. Now he's standing with like, there's like a kids' basketball hoop thing that they got for Christmas that we have out there because yeah. we'll just take it outside when it's nice, which has been every fucking so day he's this like winter. On the, like inside the porch thing, he's in the, the porch, door. like in between the doorway, so like right at his ankle is the air conditioner that we just like put okay. in the corner, and so he's in that area. Then. Yeah, okay. I didn't invite him in because the girls are sitting at yeah. the table. And you know they're having lunch, yeah. and um, I wouldn't invite somebody in like that. He seemed nice, but yeah. uh, I, I, no. Right. <laughs> um, and he wanted to know how's the neighborhood, and is it is it kind of quiet? And I said, well, the industrial park's over there, so you, every once in a while you hear a truck's muffler breaking as they drive <laughs> down the highway, but that's about it. I said it's nice, and he asked, you know, how long have we lived here? I said my wife grew up in the house, so. Yeah, a while. <laughs> and I said, "Please excuse the mess. We're right in the middle of cleaning." He's like, "Oh, don't worry about it." I'm like, "God, I hope I never see that guy again." <laughs> <laughs> it was, it's just it. It's it always ends up being like like when you least expect it. Yeah, like I got dressed. We went out the day before. We were gonna go out the day after yeah. that day, and it's that one day we're just killing dragons. Yeah. <laughs> He was over there today, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that house across the street, um, the guy that was in it, who I know I've talked about on this show before, that used to yell at my wife as she would walk into the house because the dogs would be barking because yeah. he was a fucking asshole. <laughs> Seriously, like I'd fight him if I could. Um, he was just like this, an angry drunk. Ellen has all kinds of stories yeah. about him ripping phones out of walls and <laughs> his wife coming over here when Ellen's mom was in the house, just scared to death. Whatever. So he's in a home because I think he killed his wife and she she died. She had heart problems yeah. or whatever, and she died. But he, um, he helped. I I'm not gonna rule that out. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he didn't make her life happy. <laughs> um, in all seriousness, but um, the house was empty for a while. Um, the kids would their their grow adult kids would come over and use the pool in the summer. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was winter. And this was the most messed up part. You get your foundation that comes up, the cement, yeah. and then it's house. It's it's wood sitting on top of the foundation. I go out to work, and <laughs> it's winter. And I look over, and I'm like, that's awfully late to be draining a pool. And then I look closer, and the top of the cement, where the wood meets, where the wood siding meets the top of the cement, yeah, is pissing water off out of this one side of of the house it could have been all sides i'm not really sure you saying the basement filled up with water what we think is a pipe got so cold because you shut all the utilities off right somebody didn't shut the water off at the main and then drain it from all the pipes or however you do it i imagine it's kind of like bleeding the brakes on a on a motorcycle or draining the oil um uh, we think a pipe burst and flooded the basement up to the fucking ceiling and it just, it just came up and over, and That's just fucking awesome. Yeah, the people that bought the house have been working on it for about a year, and they're just there were there were signs on the house that are like this is uninhabitable, like all kinds of stuff. So I hope whoever moves in across the street is nice. That is <laughs> fucking crazy. I wonder what they paid for it. I don't know. You I can, honestly, you am can not, find out. Oh yeah, easily. 
easily. But I'm not sure if they're fr- if because I'm not sure if they're friends with the family or whatever. Um, Peabody.org and then oh no, you I know, just no go to Zillow.com. Oh really? Because they list all of the uh, recent sales and yeah, stuff on the Zillow.com. Uh, will have that too. I didn't even know what that site was. Hmm. So, I mean, he he's a younger guy. He's like around our age. So, yeah. um, it'd be nice. I don't know if he's married or whatever, but it'd be nice to have um somebody across the street again because it's basically an abandoned house. And up the street from us too, we had a house that um had a family in it for probably four months, and what's then the, they. What's the number? Twenty eight, maybe. No, we're the even side of the street, so my baby thirty one. Or 33? It's weird. Uh, Our neighbor to one side is 32, and the other neighbor is like 24. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing around here makes sense. So what I'm going to do is I'm... I don't think it was 33. Okay. Does it give you the last name of the last owner? No, but it would give like a year of like last sale or something. Oh, okay, okay. Could not find this. Oh, I know why. Duh. Um, no, I know what I did wrong. So I have all the I have all these carded Star Wars figures from 1995 through probably 2002, and I have my massive poster collection. So okay. I'm going to start selling stuff because really the the figures are sitting in a. In an eaves upstairs in yeah. a box, and uh, they're not uh, doing anything. So maybe on a, maybe we'll take a break and I can see if I can find it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'll just start selling it. Whatever we get, you know, tax return money that gets put in the in the, in the savings for it. Because I'm hoping by the time we get to it, we can save up two thirds of the money. Yeah. So because we also have two 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 places we're going. We're gonna go down to Philadelphia for a weekend, and then to uh, Wildwood. Uh, for a week and a half. So we need money for that, too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, not happy about it, but they have to. Yeah, they got to so. do it. Yeah. So it sounds like one of them's awake now. Yes, it does. Interesting. They're still not past the stage where they need to take a nap in the afternoon. Yeah. So sometimes when they don't nap, they, they wake up. Oh, uh, today was, a, today was a, a, a nice day for me. I had to go to... um the shop where my car is. That's oh, yeah. yeah. I read about it. Did you find somebody to tow you? <sighs> no. Yeah. Uh, so it's still in South Boston. Oh, really? Um, yeah, because I was in, I was at, like at Faneuil Hall, and the car just died. Ugh. So alternator. But um, the price they gave me, I talked to another mechanic buddy of mine who said, yeah, that's like within range. The part price is right. The labor sounds right. So okay. it's going to be the same wherever you go. Yeah. So, and then like even... My buddy who uh, he works for a shop, I think in either, I think it's Peabody or Beverly. No, Beverly. Um, but to get it to him, yeah. I'd have to pay to tow. So whatever he would save me on labor, right. I'd end up paying to tow. So it's just like, fuck it, just do yeah. it. You um, don't have AAA for all you guys? I do have AAA, but the tow, like I got like the basic AAA. So it's like, we'll tow you the first oh. three miles for free. Oh. So it basically got me out of the street into a shop. Oh, but okay. For them to yeah. bring it back, like to the North Shore, I mean, that's it would have cost me like a hundred bucks. <sighs> so, um, 
So I'm just getting that done. So I had to drive down to South Boston today because the tow truck driver somehow like fucking lost the key. So they couldn't even look at it. <laughs> this was Saturday. Shit. They couldn't How even does look that at happen? it. I don't know. But I had to bring a key down to them today. Mm. So Frankie came with me and he slept the whole way. Yeah. And then later this afternoon, Julie um, had clients. So we uh, we stayed at home. It was later in the afternoon. Yeah. And he was like kind of fussy. And then Julie took off, and then we were just, you know, I just brought him upstairs because Olivia was doing homework, Cole was doing homework. And yeah. so I was just like, all right, I'll bring him upstairs. And we just chilled, and he fell asleep for like an hour and a half. So mm-hmm. and there's nothing better than like him just sort of crashing, you yeah. know, just sort of into your shoulder there. And, yeah. You know, so he took a nap. That's I good. sort of faded in and out of taking a nap, and I was flipping through channels. I came across Sucker Punch, uh, dumbest fucking movie ever. Oh yeah, terrible. Oh yeah, terrible. But you watched it what three times? No, I, I bought only, it. Did you? Oh yeah. Look, now this is the first. There's, time a, there's a lot to really like about the look and the uh, the bullshit like no story. But I got to tell you, like Zack Snyder, man. You know, if he just took out, if you take out all the slow motion parts in a Zack Snyder movie. It would be 45 minutes long. Oh, yeah. It'd just be like, dude, okay, I get it. She's flipping through the air in slow motion. Yeah, but you know what? You know what? You know why I, I like or at least will tolerate what he does? So I am so fucking tired of quick cut, close shot fight scenes. Yeah, I don't like the quick cut, close so, shot fight scenes You know scenes what? I'll, either. I'll take a bunch of slow motion shit because it kind of eases my mind yeah. from watching like some of the fights in, in some Batman movies even. Yeah. Yeah, so, I'd even say in um in the first the first Batman movie when he first, first goes Nolan out and he first goes to get Falcone in yeah. the in the shipping yard, you can't like, even see what's happening. Why the fuck did you even bring Christian Bale to the set? Yeah, no point. And you may not have even. I mean, that really, that is a good point. You know, there's that one. You know, where are you? Here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy from yeah. Princess Bride. Yeah, I'm no, right I, here. I really, I really, I had no problem with Sucker Punch. I knew exactly what I was gonna get from yeah, it when I went in. It's a little bit of eye candy. It's you know? it's all. That's all it is. So Emily Browning is pretty hot. So in that, I don't know if I like her otherwise. There's another movie with her I want to see called Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, which, which looks a little weird. I want to yeah. see that. So. Um, but you know what? It, it I I hate this phrase, but it is. So I'm going to change it a little bit. It is exactly what it says it is. Sucker it's, punch. It is exactly what the trailer sold it as. Yeah, you didn't get any bait and switch right. bullshit with no, that. It's, it's hot girls fight. <laughs> yeah, Dream, but you know what? If dreamily. You, it, yeah, if you really look at their outfits, though, a lot of the arguments that people have are like unfounded. They're like, oh, they're all half naked. Actually. They have a lot more clothes on than you would think. Slash hope. <laughs> or like. Yeah. <laughs> like when she's fighting the samurai guy, she's covered head to toe except for maybe two inches of thigh. Yeah. And maybe her forearms. I can't remember exactly. But if they're not scantily clad. They're just provocatively dressed. Right. So everybody can go fuck themselves. Yeah. I don't care. I'm going to like what I'm going to like. I saw a trailer for the new Resident Evil movie. Oh, yeah. I don't give a shit. I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> And just in case you got pissed off about that, they announced Resident Evil 6. Already? The game. Oh. I am very pleased with that. That's cool. That could be good. So that's not bad. 
Yeah, we, Nova used to get night terrors, so it's nice to hear that she's actually calmed down a little bit. Oh, good. Like, she would wake up screaming, and she would not know where she is. She wouldn't recognize anybody around her, and it was mostly when she didn't nap. Yeah, Olivia will so, uh, sleepwalk occasionally. Yeah, that hasn't happened to us, thankfully. <sighs> I used to sleepwalk, so I worry about that. So, I don't know. So, I don't want to sound like I'm complaining about the price of education, but Jesus Christ, the price of education. Yeah, I know. But you know what? We never did the preschool thing. If it's if it's a good if it's a good thing for them to go, yeah. then we'll go. There's one that was really good in um it's, it's the Carmelite over at North Shore uh-huh. where it used to be at North Shore. I don't know what's going on with it now, but it's um and I, and I got to give credit to my mom who fought me on religion and going to church and all this shit for years and years and years. Um she did not recommend it even yeah. though it's supposed to have be the best education they also it's it's like half school half God. like bible study yeah even for <clears throat> oh, what's this oh it must be reverend scott <clears throat> um i said you know i said when when they want to know about it they will ask us yeah i said and i will be as fair as i possibly can be which is uh more fair than i am on this show yeah uh i'll be honest ellen will be honest about how she feels about stuff and i'll be honest how i feel about stuff yeah but you know it's not like she's not gonna push parochial school on me as a good option because she knows that i'll get them kicked out (laughs) (laughs) uh so that was kind of nice that um i'm sorry i'm just sending a message back to scott it was nice that that like even though it may be the best, it's not the best for us. Right. And that was nice to see that she uh, is, thinks like that. So, yeah. Cool. I don't know. So, and then and then they're in kindergarten already. Yeah. The fuck? Now, is, does, um, is, it, is it full day kindergarten? Yeah, I believe city? so. Okay. Yeah, so they're, they're the girls over here, when if when if they do this one preschool that we're looking at, they'll do, uh, they open at 7.30, so 8 probably, yeah. to uh, 5 is when they close. Wow. So, I mean, they'll do, the, I, I'm imagining there's like a nap or, or a resting period oh, sure for an is. hour in the yeah. middle. Um, oh, that's a long day. Yeah, but if from 12 to pick up is play, it won't seem like it to them. Right. So I'll just have to be like, not like um, like Cam on Modern Family. You go pick him up early. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's take a break and come back and talk about, um, uh, how should I phrase this? Um, let's talk, we've got to talk about your ethical dilemma. That's exactly what that. I was talking about. Douchebag Bruins player. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back.
Sherry's podcast, bestofabot.com. Linoleum knife. 35mm hero. Chinstroke versus Pencer. Family movie night. Bloody good horror. Night of the Living Podcast. Mail order zombie. Outside the cinema. Popcorn mafia. Perhaps you'd be interested in Glee Cast. First time caller podcast. Showshow.podomatic.com. The David Pakman Show. Hello, gentle listeners. I'm Fozzie Bear. There are a lot of podcasts out there, and it's impossible to listen to them all. That's where the Podcast Podcast comes in. On the Podcast Podcast, we have very special guests from some of the best shows on iTunes, covering everything from movies to television to literature to pop culture and politics. On the Podcast Podcast, you can listen to these guests and decide if you should check out their show or keep on moving. Find us in the iTunes store by searching for me, Fozzie Bear. That's F-O-Z-Z-I-E-B-A-R-E. What can you expect when you download and listen to an episode of the Inside Outcast? Pretty much anything. Okay, what I think when I first hear of Pitchfork is the painting American Gothic by Grant Wood. So yeah, truthiness. It has the appearance of being true without any fact behind it, <laughs> you know? You know, there are some techniques we might be able to use to help you feng shui-wise. Well, to... I'm, I'll am i try anything. Um, yes. A mountain made out of mashed potatoes. Okay, in Jeet Kune Do, Bruce removed all the traditional posturing from his Wing Chun and incorporated the freestyle boxing that he knew and throws from Jiu-Jitsu, kicks from Taekwondo, and concepts from Tai Chi Chuan. It becomes even more evident in Aliens when they first find the last survivor and her chest burster comes out right then. Mm-hmm. And when they torch it and it falls over, it's just like a penis deflating. <laughs> <laughs> the Inside Outcast is a couple of goths discussing everything under the moon. We cover so many different topics that iTunes has no idea how to categorize us. Find us on iTunes or through geekplanetonline.com. Like us on Facebook. And follow us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Inside Outcast. The Inside Outcast, where geek meets goth. Are you tired of film podcasts where the hosts exist in a constant blissful state of agreement? I mean, the main, the main characters are two of the dullest main characters I've ever encountered in any film. Well, you're in luck. Let me introduce you to Chinstroker and Punter. One is an ex-film student with a penchant for David Lynch and art cinema. The other is a man on the street. Listen in perplexed and horrified terror as we tear apart one film a week. It just really is. It's isn't. not visually striking. No. no just, just getting confirmation. It's just in, that's the third time though. I mean, am I, is this on? You can find us at chinstrokerversuspenser.podomatic.com. So come and share the victory. If you could any man in film, who would it be and why? My answer is Lance Henriksen. Oh. You, you wouldn't tell. He looks like somebody. <laughs> he looks like somebody who can keep a secret. So happy now.
So we, I have taken to uh, just recording the show and then uh, leveling that without the music or the breaks because I think the the leveling affects some of the music and the fade ins and stuff. So anyway, um, so yeah, the, we found out the house across the street is definitely going to be one of those flip houses, <laughs> isn't it? Oh, most definitely. <laughs> All right, let me open up my email here. It may make that weird noise. Oh, it didn't. Okay. I don't know why it makes that badoop kind of loud, <laughs> obnoxious noise, but it does it to me like every once in a while. Maybe if I have like the wrong window open or something. I don't know. Oh, we should probably say this now. We have a new phone number because a long time ago, somebody told me that the phone number didn't work, and I'm like, oh, I'll look into that. So months later, I looked into it, and... um. I guess what happened is it didn't get used for um, 30 days. Oh, so it... So we lost it, which is weird because I thought we were getting at least those telemarketer calls. Yeah. But people people write in because they they generally have a lot more to say than a, a voicemail. So that's fine. So the new number is 206-339-5808. It's going to take me another 180 episodes to remember that. That is true. That is true. Um, ew, that's not good. Oh, this is interesting. Let's take a listen to this. This is from my private, um, my private email here. Really loud. That's it's a, it's a long um, MP3 on there, um, but I got I got a um, an email from from uh, one of the guys in my band, and uh, we're looking for a drummer, and he responded. Cool. That's not bad. That's kind of that's kind of heavy. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Reminds me of the rock off and um, <laughs> tenacious D. <laughs> it does. It does. I'm the devil. I can do what I want. <laughs> Now uh the drummer that that we that we have um Bernie is going to move over to bass and I'm going to move over to rhythm guitar um because um my understanding and I, I don't want to speak for Bernie but my understanding of Bernie <laughs> is that he is a much better bass player than I am. Uh. Um and I am a lot more comfortable on guitar yeah. because you throw distortion and a little bit of a flange on a rhythm guitar and I could just I could be hitting the fucking thing with a drumstick and it doesn't matter. Cool. Um and you know that that guy sounds like a good drummer. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. So whatever, we'll see. Cool. That'll be nice. So apparently we're gonna we're gonna keep going. Nice. <laughs> um, let's see. That's a new voicemail. That's a new voicemail. So well, I some voicemail. I know we got some for for a little bit later on. All right. Um. So my friend Brian sent me this, which I am of course not going to be able to find right <laughs> um and it has to do with phantom menace in the theater so let me just looking forward to it see what i can find oh here it is 
Um, yeah, okay. we got to talk about your dilemma. Well, we'll get to that after okay. I read this. I think a, a proper lead-in for people that weren't with us from the beginning yeah, sure. is, is good. Um, so this says, Celebrate Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace as it returns to the theaters in spectacular real D3D with exclusive activities and giveaways at AMC Theaters. AMC Theaters to host special events and Hasbro giveaways during opening weekend February 10th through 12th. This is from the San Francisco Business Wire, or it's from San Francisco and it's through the Business yeah. Wire. Uh, the first chapter, oh, that's all Star Wars Blah 3D. Mark the return of Star Wars Episode One: Phantom Menace to theaters now in 3D. Collectors and Star Wars fans of all ages will receive an all-new Hasbro Star Wars fighter pod. Fighter pods, to me, look like miniature galactic heroes. Yeah. Uh, best I can tell. But it's free Star Wars shit, so... Uh, with the purchase of each real D3D ticket for Episode 1 all weekend long, February 10th through 12th, only at AMC Theaters, limit one per ticket while supplies last. Here's where my um, my principles run into a problem. Because <laughs> I had said I will never set foot in that theater as long as she's managing it. Just on principle. Right. Additionally, 10 AMC theaters in the United States. And when I first read that, I'm like, oh, I guess I'll be going to Boston Common. Yeah. We'll host exclusive event screenings in real D3D, so just like everything else, to bring the fun of Star Wars and 3D to life for families and fans. Starting Saturday, February 11th at 11 AM local time, select theaters will offer activities, giveaways, and interactive experiences fans can expect while supplies last exclusive Anakin Skywalker pod racer 3D glasses. I saw a picture of those. They look pretty cool. Yep. With ticket purchase, 400 per theater apparently, I think we'll be okay. Yeah. Um, to truly get into the speed and spectacle of 3D Star Wars on the big screen, a Hasbro Star Wars fighter pod collectible toy with real D purchase. Yeah, they said that. A Lego feature area, Darth Maul face painting, a chance to reveal your inner Sith Lord at long last. Mm-hmm. Special character appearances for photo opportunities. Now, here's the problem. Go to 501stneg.com. They're not doing it. It's not listed yet. So I wonder who's doing the costumes. I don't know, but I do you remember the girl um, that was the Imperial officer with the glasses? Vaguely. She works where I work. Oh really? Yeah, I'm just gonna ask her. Is she? And she's five hundred and first. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, at the company picnic last year, she had a Star Wars T-shirt on, but I yeah. didn't want to be that creepy dude that's like, "Hey, what's <laughs> going on? I you remember me, Jawas." Yeah. <laughs> and I also didn't have my Star Wars tattoos yet, so yeah, I can't be like, "No, really, seriously, look, <laughs> I'm not a freak." Well, I am, but so, anyway. Um, and then demonstrations of the upcoming. Uh, Xbox Connect Star Wars, which it looks like got a revamp because the original um, the original demos of that didn't work very well. Right. Um, so the ten participating Episode One Phantom Menace exclusive event screening theaters are Atlanta. I'll read all of them so everybody you know that's interested can you know find their theater. AMC South Lake Twenty Four, Boston. This is where I expected. You know, yeah. Methuen or Boston Common. Liberty Tree Mall in Danvers. And let me read the rest of these here. Uh, Chicago, AMC South Barrington 30. Denver, AMC Highlands Ranch 24. Los Angeles, AMC 
Tustin 14 at the district and Ontario Mills 30. New York is obviously the Empire 25 and uh, the Garden State 16. Phoenix, uh, Mesa Grand 24. San Francisco is Emeryville Bay Street 16, which probably means a lot more to the people living there than me. Right. Um, so what else does it say about Fox, about AMC? Okay, that's not important. Um, so, yeah. Your dilemma? Obviously, I want them to remember and um, have a really amazing time. Whether or not they can sit through the whole movie, that whatever, you know. Like we we had talked about, there's enough action in the movie yeah. that oh, yeah, you know you, you, when Anakin's you know getting his blood sampled. Oh, we go to the bathroom, yeah, you know that kind of thing. Uh, my dilemma is, I said I would never set foot in that theater again until she was you know dead, fertilizing flowers, <laughs> or not there, just not there would be enough. Right. Uh, because I go to the theater chain that her husband is regional manager for, and I still buy popcorn. And that right. is a family that I would fully punish all around. Now, what they this was uh, this was one of the, the little conversations going on on Facebook, and I put in my two cents. I said that you know I've I had my you know issues with her and my incidents with her, and yep, it was a while. It took a long time for me to to go back in there. It was yeah, um, probably about two years before I went okay. back in. This is almost four yeah. for me now. So, but she she. She fired you for one thing yeah. that she could like legitimately point to and that you fully would admit you did. Yeah. I mean, it's not. She killed of... an ant with a hammer. And... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. When when I had, when uh, um, actually Craig had, had written to me, he sent me a private message and he's like, so, yeah. so what happened? And I explained the whole thing. He's like, holy shit, dude. Yeah, it was bullshit. Um, to, to sum it up real quick. Um, <laughs> Uh, a, a few of us were playing wiffle ball in one of the hallways in the mall that were connected to the theater. Yeah. And we marked up the wall a little bit, which, you know what? Okay, so I'll go out and buy paint yeah. and I'll and patch we'll it, it and I'll paint it. That's whatever. You would think that's what Karen would have made us do. Right. She would have made us, you know, Tim Taylor the thing and yeah. fix it. Um, I got written up. I admitted to it like a fucking adult. Yeah. Right. And I figured, okay, that's the end of it. My review came around, and there's one section where she could apply that to, and it's unacceptable. Okay, you're right. A write-up is unacceptable. I'll give you that. I got one one unacceptable out of, we'll say, 24 categories? Yeah, something like that. And I I took that, and I'm like, okay, I deserve that. I've, I've been written up twice in the eight years I've been here. Okay. Not not a bad record. Yeah. Everybody fucks up every now and then. So Ellen and I had gone to the doctor. She had preeclampsia, so she's going to deliver the next day. I call and I tell her, okay, I'm not coming in for, yeah. you know, the time we talked about because I, you know, gave her warning, you know, with twins and with the risky pregnancy, um, it could happen at any point. Right. So... Um, 
whatever. So I, I thought everything was cool. And the night Ellen delivered, I actually went in and set up the playlist for what Nears a Who, yeah. and I tested it, and then I got the fuck out of there. I was there for, like, what, an hour? Maybe, yeah. But the point was, <laughs> I'd been up all day bringing babies into the world with the doctors, and then I went back to work and didn't even punch in for it. Yeah. Because the movies have to run. I figure that can all be sorted out later. Right. So... I'm out for March and April, and when you guys called me and said, okay, the Iron Man prints are in, that was when, that was I, when you came I came in. back part-time, yeah. and I was going to do Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, because I didn't need, by Sunday, if, right. if shit isn't running right, there's huge problems, right? Yeah. Actually, if stuff's not running right by Monday at one o'clock, I mean, yeah. Friday at one o'clock, there's big problems. Um, I had stacks of emails that said okay you know that's that's all fine i had spoken to this manager face to face and said this is what i want to do i'll be here to build and to make sure that everybody's getting everything ready for all of the summer releases right. that we have in may cuz iron man was going to be a big deal and it actually ended up being a big deal yeah i said and then if you give me May, I'll be back full time in June. Yeah. When I mean, how much time? How much time can a uh, a person legally take off for maternity leave? I don't remember. I skirted just under. I think what yeah. it what it was. Um, and it's not as though I mean, like, and there were people and systems in play. I mean, to to deal with your yeah more limited role. I mean, you know of what? Experienced people there. Yeah, I certainly didn't need to be so, there uh, Sunday no. through Wednesday. No. So, because it is, it, it's just standard running, you know, yeah. you start a movie for two people right. on a Monday. So. Um, so, in the time I was gone, I answered 150 emails from her on average yeah. per month. So, that's we're looking at 300 emails back and forth between me and my boss. Um. Text after text from people I worked with, work-related texts. Right. Um, you know, how do I do this? You know, we need more of these things. Right. So I could. I actually ordered stuff from the house. You know, um, and just just general stuff like that. Come to find out, I don't remember the the, the guy's name, but she had been grooming the the booth manager from Methuen to take my place. Yeah. He was caught shoplifting in Kohl's, was it? Oh, yeah. He stole some sunglasses or some... In his AMC uniform. Yeah. So he was fired. Dope. So in June, I had built and screened Kung Fu Panda. So anybody that makes fun of me, uh, on on Outside the Cinema, Kung Fu Panda is kind of a joke, like in joke for everybody. It's like, oh, yeah, he's going to talk about that again, but... Kung Fu Panda was the last movie that I built and screened before I was suspended. I was suspended because I didn't give adequate warning or get clearance, and I was not authorized to go part-time. Which was bullshit. She was just looking for reasons. The HR asshole said that I had until 6 o'clock our time, which would have been 4 o'clock or, or 5 o'clock their time because yeah. they're in Kansas City. I'm not sure of the time zone. I think it's an hour. 
to to I so I basically had from two to six to find whatever paperwork to prove that I had approval to do what I did. Right. Now I actually had approval to do what I did because I'd already fucking done it for right. a month. This is June twelfth we're talking about yeah. now. I had done it for all of May and I had been back for almost two weeks full time. So by allowing it to happen, even if I didn't have approval, I and I and I said I'm going to come back and I'm going to work three days a week, and those three days a week I worked like twelve hours a day. Yeah. Um, she gave approval by letting me do it for a month. Yeah. Regardless, I found uh, a chain of emails that were probably twenty five long. Yeah, to the home office, to the HR department, to the specific person that approves these leaves where I spelled out what I said I was going to do, and I made sure to end every email. If there is something else I need to do to make sure that this is covered, please let me know. I sent that out. I was suspended for a week or two. I can't remember. A week. While they decided what to do, they brought me back. They had to pay me. Yeah. You would think at that point, she would look bad yeah. and people would start to second guess her judgment. No, no. And she continued to do bullshit things like this. For- so now I was told to, uh, all right, this is, this is all kind of, this is where it gets a little convoluted in my head because you know, when you get angry and you get the adrenaline going, yeah. shit starts going out of order. Uh, this is like the car accident. <laughs> okay. We get paid on Thursdays. And I was checking because they did not process my vacation time correctly. It took me five weeks to get a check while I was out. Yeah. So I, I, my first day off was March 11th, and it took me till almost the end of April to get a paycheck, yeah. which is fucking bullshit. So I had been checking online checking my hours and and whatever i could check because i don't really honestly remember now but i checked it on a tuesday and i noticed that they had cut a check for me on a tuesday we got paid on thursdays yeah i'm like okay all right i brought ellen in the room i said they cut me a fucking check what so uh Oh, and in the meantime, I had been taking all the shit out of my office and taking it home. So when I did eventually get fired, because we all knew it was fucking coming, yeah. uh, I wouldn't have anything to take. Uh, and I remember there were a couple, there was uh, there was one surreptitious late night. I needed to get more I stuff. Got stuff, yeah, yeah, I got stuff for you. I and now we can say that, oh, and yeah. I and I appreciate that. <laughs> I didn't take more than I needed. I took just exactly what I needed. Yeah, I like being sneaky. Um, so I go in because she, she calls me. Can you come in? You know, anytime you call an employee in that you've suspended and whatever, yeah, you it's know, like that's where like, this is going. Yeah. So I go in and one of them, one of the, the head guys, I think it was from Boston common. I think he was yeah. the, the general manager there. He's in the office and she sits down and she says, okay, well, um, you know, since you had an unacceptable on your last review, we had to re-review you. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I said, you realize I haven't worked that much in the time right. since the review. Um, I said, but before we do any of this, because I was ready, I had talked to people, I yeah. had questions and all that. I said, 
I'd like you to tell me why um, why I have a check cut. Do you have that? Is it waiting for me? Yeah. Should I just give you my keys and I'll walk out now? Or do we have to go through all this? <laughs> because when I know you're going to fire me, fuck you. Yeah. I'm going to run the show. Just pull the bandaid off. Yeah. I, I had a manager fire me at, <laughs> at a video place just because I, I questioned the owner's I argued with the owner's wife. I, she had told me Titanic was never going to be released on home video so they could keep putting it out in the theaters. I said, that's really kind of ridiculous because yeah. they're going to make a killing on home video. Right. Two months later, Titanic was out on video. Two weeks later, I was out of a job. <laughs> anyway, so she says, well, here's your review. 24 categories. Now, I'm trying to remember because I did not bring it I did, right. I did not pull out the paper which I still have um, because when the girls are old enough I'm going to be like this is how companies fuck you <laughs> out of 24 categories I think it's safe to say 18 of them does that sound right because mm-hmm. you've seen it yeah I remember it yeah it was 15 to 18 yeah we'll say out of the 24 15 being really really conservative were unacceptable yeah to get it that many unacceptable marks, I think I would have to kill six elderly people and then take a shit on them in the middle of the lobby. That's pretty much the description I gave at the time, right? Yeah. And then I would have to punch a baby in the face. Right. On the clock. Otherwise, so, it's just recreation. Exactly. And then, then you're an asshole. So I, I looked at the marks. I didn't even read what she had written at first. And I looked at it and I'm like, all right. All right, let me read it. So I just sat there and read it and made the two of them watch me read it. Yeah. And I said, this date here, um, this was a Monday. It says here that uh, a print was scratched on Monday and you weren't told about it until Thursday you realize Thursday was the first day I was back into work, right? Well, how come nobody told me? I don't know. I'm not everybody else. Right. Uh, (laughs) I'm like, give me my check. Here's your keys. This is a disgrace of a review. Well, I need you to sign it. Well, I'm not going to because it's a farce. And yeah. you're full of it. She was. She's. Uh, what you know? Thinking back, and and the poor dude from Boston Common has no idea. Yeah. I'm like being as polite and assertive as I can be. What I really should have done was stood up and flipped the table like fucking Thor. <laughs> and you know this is bullshit. But I think they were ready for that. Yeah. When I went in, Marty was at door, and he's like, "Hey, how's it going? You're not in today." I said, "No, I'm going upstairs to get fired." <laughs> yeah. You know, so that, oh, you know what? I think I was called in. Yeah, I, it was, there was the weekend Dark Knight came out. I think that was the last print I built was Dark Knight. Yeah, I remember that night. And uh, the night before I was fired, (laughs) I took the company credit card and went to AC Moore and bought a shitload of paint and brushes, and we painted the eagle. Oh, uh, yeah, that's holding right. the, wow, um, that. the popcorn and the film reel yeah. for the employee wall of fame. Yeah. 
there is absolutely no reason at all why anybody should assume that that eagle looks like he's right out of the Third Reich. Yeah, I know. It's so funny. I asked some people. Is this still there? It's still there. That's awesome. And the response that I got with, with the person I asked was like, geez, dude. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you know what? It's, it's got to match the uh, personality of the theater, yeah. right? I've heard that that there are people there, and I don't know anybody's name that works there anymore, except for, for one or two people whose names yeah. I will not mention, right. because if I do, they'll they have fucking targets on them. But I've heard that the, it's it, it's just this 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 aura, this environment of who's going to get fired next. It's not a happy place. No, it's it's, and no. I'll tell you, <clears throat> customers feel it. I went in. Yeah, I Co- went in there cust- the other day. Yeah, customers customers feel it. I uh, I was walking by. Uh, I was uh, Nova was holding my hand, and I said, "That's the theater I used to work in." And she's probably thinking to herself, why the fuck are we driving a Revere then? <laughs> and she's like, I want to see. Because <laughs> she's, you know, pronounces her words very clearly. And uh, I'm like, really? Because I wasn't ready. Yeah. I really wasn't. Because that was the day where I had just found out about the Star Wars stuff. And yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to get everybody's opinion. Basically, I want people to tell me to shut up and go so the kids will have a good time. Yeah, which is what you should do. You told me, Ellen told me, my mother told me, all the people that were basically like, fuck that place and fuck her and her fucking ass. Well, the thing is, though, like, why give her that, excuse me, why give her that power? Like well, the I said, thing like is, I said thing in my is, post. She never, she's never on the floor. So I could go in there eight times a week right. and she'd never see me. I mean, I um Not to mention I'm twice as tall as she is. I've been in there a couple of times, you know. Not a few that times. I'm, you know, gonna scare anybody or anything. I um, I've I've never seen her there. Yeah. Um, and again, like I said in in, in my post on Facebook, I will buy. You know, if I want to get chicken or something, yeah, I'll do that. But typically, I will bring in candy. Yeah, I do as little as I can to, you know, improve her per cap her numbers. Um, yeah. I usually, when I go in there, I usually have uh, passes. See, I think I may start buying them from work because then so, I'm buying them from the company. Yeah. And then. Because I don't have a thing against the comp. Well, okay. I have a thing against their HR department, particularly one woman that backed her up without getting. Right. Because uh, the woman that I, that I spoke to, whose name I have on a business card around here somewhere, she didn't bother to get an unbiased statement right. from both sides yes yeah. i mean they they do that whole thing in a horrible way but yeah the girls are gonna if the 501st is there we're going yeah i mean if the girls the, the girls are gonna totally dig it and yeah. one day when they're older and they'll hear the story about your time there yeah i mean like i like i, I I'll, I'll reiterate from my post um when i go in there when i first went in there it i didn't like it it was. It's very, very surreal. I, like, I felt like Leslie Nope, and I just wanted to walk through the like, No, 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 because, no. <laughs> well, the thing is, though, it's because you see, you, you, it sort of brings you back, and right. because we spent so much time there, and we were such a big part. Well, we of, cared of that yeah. place. You know, we really that, did. Uh, honestly, we are so cynical and hard-hearted, the two of us. But we gave more of a shit about that place than I think any other place we've worked, except for the place I work at now. I well, the thing say. is, though, it was one of those things where we were, 
we, we, we had a lot of say. Yeah. Okay. We were able to contribute. Yeah, our, 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 our opinions mattered. Yeah, our opinions mattered. Yeah. Okay. We, we had some say in what went on. Yeah. And so you're invested in it. Yeah. And then you go into a place like that, again, where you put a lot of your, your time and your energy. Yep. And, and, and at, at the peak of the time and the energy I was putting into that place, I also had another 40 hour a week job. That's you true. Know? Yeah. So it, it meant a lot when when i was there and then to walk in there after a horrible experience with her and to look and see how things had changed and how negative a place it is and and what a vibe it has in there now it's yeah i mean i've gone in there on on saturdays when it should be busier and it's not i walked past the girl at box office who had absolutely nothing to do and she didn't even look up at us the one thing that I do like is they change that board from the red dots to an actual like LED kind of display. Yeah. It's a little too bright, I think, to really right. look at to read, but it catches your attention. What I didn't like was the TV over the door to the back room. There's a there's a an L C D screen that shows trailers and stuff, but I think it just highlights that there's a door on the wall. Where? I didn't If you're standing at 11 and you get the door to the three sink room in front of you it's over that door oh at pad 11 yeah really yeah it was over weird that the door going into the yeah really yeah what a weird place for that it really was i mean it's nice who's that gonna stand there exactly. and turn around it's, in line it's nice that the that the people working concession have something to watch and but. then have you been in there lately and seen the hideous fucking curtain at guest services Oh, there's the hideous curtain against, and then the curtains that cover up the auxiliary stands. Oh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. I made it to the first set of benches. We looped around the concession stand. Oh yeah, just enough for her to see. I sat her on the bench, took a yeah. picture, just for Saw fucking that proof picture. that I was there. Yeah, right. And that's Nova has a hard time posing for a smile. Yeah. Like she knows what a smile is, but somehow it seems forced. Yeah, it is. You have is. to get it's, more candid. I was like that too for a long time. I have a great picture of Nova riding the carousel where it's a genuine, honest to yeah. God smile. But the photo of her in this lobby is absolutely perfect because everybody's response is she yeah. looks fucking disgusted. <laughs> like that's because it's genetic. Well, the <laughs> thing is, like I like I was saying, going in there and um, it yeah. g- going in there and doing this event with them, it's gonna it's gonna be huge for them. They're gonna dig it. Yeah. Later on, I when, just hope there's an R two there because they'll faint i'm sure that i'm sure there'll be one there i hope because well, i mean that's kind of like one of the easy things to to bring you would think frankly. but apparently from from things i've heard is that the idea was brought up and shot down this that's is also this is also the person that i argued with during a staff meeting when they said hellboy 2 wasn't going to make any money and we'd have it for a week yeah. <laughs> fucking retards but just because you don't like the subject matter doesn't mean yeah. it's going to tank. I didn't say, oh, Passion of the Christ, what a fucking waste of time. I said, look at the buzz around this fucking thing. I didn't think, nobody thought it was going to yeah. make, what, $400 million and make Spider-Man money. But I think the girls Jesus. later, when you can tell them about your time there, they'll yeah. understand that. I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll get the whole picture. So yeah. And they'll remember, they'll, they'll look back and go, yeah, I, I remember that. That was kind of cool. Yeah. So, yeah, well, it's the first one. It's, yeah. I, mean, I mean, my yeah. kids remember when we did the 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 five hundred first thing there when we yeah. made all that money for the Jimmy Fund, and which was ten years ago. Did, was it? No, it wasn't ten years. Clones was two thousand two. Really? 
Clones and Spider-Man, we will have been projectionists for 10 years in May. Huh? Really? Yeah. Spider-Man and Clones came out the same summer. That was also the same summer. That... That, that was the first summer we were no, all but, at that theater. But the first... No, because you know what? It wasn't It wasn't 2002. Because we did the first time. <laughs> the first time when it was Tara Dipshit um, sort of doing the, the Polaroids. Yeah, that was 2002. That was 2002. But that's not when we made crazy money for Jimmy Fund. No, we, that's we when we had it. crazy attendance because we had Spider-Man and clones at right, the same but time. I'm, but I'm talking about when we did when yeah, that we was had 500 first, when that was 2005, so that was, yeah. when we made... That's when we Crazy. knew what when we, we were doing. When we with ran it. It. Yeah. Yeah. when we ran it with the digital photos and yeah. when we did it the right way. Yeah. So and that's when that's what got filmed. Yes. But we first did it yeah. ten years ago. And it was so fucking crazy. Where did this time go? <laughs> was it really? Yeah. Holy Go ahead. IMDb no, Spider Man. No, no, no. I, I, I totally believe it. It's just I started in February. You got you and George had started in October. In October so you October. hadn't seen a summer. We did our first summer yeah. together. Yeah. And we got screwed with yeah, people. Yeah, because that was also Nemo. That oh, Nemo was two thousand. I, I could never remember what year that was. That I'm pretty sure that it was two thousand two. Was or, it two thousand two or two thousand? No, that wasn't. No, I think it was three. Three. Fucking Nemo. That was awesome. I'm going to go see it in 3D. Oh, I can't wait for it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, basically what I'm saying is that, that she fired me <laughs> um, with no write-ups to go along with those unacceptables, by yeah. the way. No, no proof, no anything, because I got a copy of my file after I was let go. Um, Nemo was 2003. Okay, good, good. That's the day. That was the day we had to borrow popcorn from Hollywood Hits. Yeah, that, that was that was the day we did what ten thousand three hundred. No, I think it was thirteen. It was a, it was a it was massive like amount. 000. Yeah, a rainy day with crazy. Nemo on every fucking screen. Yeah, was, there were cars awesome. parked in places I had never seen. They were parking in the fucking fields on the roof. So uh, anyway, but bottom but yeah. line is, bring the girls, have a yeah. good time. But I just I just wanted shit. to finish the whole story up. Girls born in 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 um. In March, I'm I'm trying to keep all these months straight. Thank you. Um, suspended in in um, end of May. Fired in June. No, June. Was Dark Knight was in June too, wasn't it? I thought Dark Knight was July. Whatever. So I was fired within three months of of yeah. or four months of having kids. Yeah. Um, in an economy that had started to spiral downward, yeah. where there were no jobs. Right. That was tough. There was there was two years of um, part time work, yeah. And uh, yeah, so uh, she can suck a bag of dicks, bloody AIDS infected dicks with deer AIDS. Yeah, well done. <laughs> I have never. I don't think I've ever mentioned her by name on the show, Michelle. I have never mentioned her by name on the show. No, you okay. haven't said really anything bad. I have, but I, I think she's. I I mean. All kidding aside, all usual bile yes. aside, she is not a good manager. She's not a good person her, is what it really comes down her, to. Her focus is on the wrong direction. You know those scores that, that, that the staff give? Yeah, um, the, notoriously the, the surveys? Bad. That's the thing, though. We, we 
for some reason, we thought we were sabotaging her by telling people give her bad grades, but they were doing that anyway. Yeah. Because they've gone through, in the four years since we, four years since I've been there, two years since you've been there, what are we looking at? No, two years, you know. I'm almost three. Okay, so three. Um, they've gone through what? Maybe two total two staff turnovers? Of, yeah, two rounds of. So two generations removed from any of us, quote unquote, troublemakers, and she's still getting the same marks. Yeah. And I got to tell you, customers, I see people come into my theater now and, you know, they'll they'll say, oh, do you have such and such? I'm like, nah, I think it's over at the other one. They're like, oh, yeah, that place is so depressing to go into, which is sad because when and this is nothing against, you know, any place I have or haven't worked. But when we were at our height. That's the reaction we would get about Hollywood hits before yeah. they revamped. Yeah. And then we all went and worked there, and that right. place is a lot better. Yeah. Than, um, but it's, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's sad seeing what happened in our boss. Exactly. Our boss that, that we loved got out at yeah, the right time. Yeah, smart. Yeah. I wish she so. had told the rest of us, get out while you can. But where would we have gone? I mean, yeah, but transferred? The thing is, though, the thing is, though I mean, in in retrospect, you know, if you want to go the whole everything happens for a reason, yeah, you're a, a thousand times happier. Well, yeah, you know, I'm just waiting it, for my business cards. It, <laughs> it puts you in a in a in a much better position, and for, hopefully, it's a position wise. that later on I can help. I can help a couple other people so, with. So, yeah. um, so yeah, so it it you. Despite the cynicism that we throw out there, and like I said, the bile that just sort of spews when we talk about that, yeah. you know, twat. Um, I've never punched a woman, but I can tell you for years afterwards, I would I would have had butted her well, face it, it, right off of her head. It's one of those things, you know. Every time, every time I go in there, there's always this sort of like, you know, how do I behave? If she does happen to walk by and say hello, because you can't help but think that, right? So I'm not, exactly. I'm not no, a freak no, for not. thinking I, that. I think, it, I think it's, I think it's totally normal. You, you want to know how I'm going to do it? Go ahead. I, I had it up on the Facebook thing, but you know, just call not, her something else. I, I'm going to Ron Swanson it. Yeah, she'll walk by. Hi. Yeah. Hi, Melissa. <laughs> and then if that doesn't work, then I'll Tammy her. Yeah. Where she says, um, "My name is," because I'm not saying it, Michelle. And I'll say. Nah, don't worry. It won't come up again. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I'll feel a little better because I, uh, you know, unless somebody uh, in the home office listens to this and tells her. Nah, I doubt it. Um, well, apparently somebody was listening to yeah, what we were saying in the beginning. <laughs> Which but I just, you know, I hope you're still listening. I hope, you know. We... If the kids, if the kids are with me and within earshot, I'll probably just, you know, be absolute my response to any and like any conversation from her would be minimal yeah um if not i would just i would just genuinely ask him like why do you think that yeah see i have all these different why do you, scenarios. Why do you think that i would talk to you i i have all i have all these different scenarios it's it's Let's the caller caller by the wrong name there's um you know ask her loudly what in God's name, because she believes it doesn't matter that I don't. What in God's name makes you think it's okay to talk to me? Yeah, and why have all you... the way down to? Don't you fucking touch my children? Why, you pervert? Why have you? That why would ruin her. Ruin this theater. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I hope you're happy with what you've done, woman. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, it's too bad. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not seeing any resp- Any uh, any posts on um, on the actual official AMC websites. I'm not seeing anything from the 500 first. I, there's no timeline. You can buy tickets. You can't buy tickets. No, yet. you can. As of today. Oh, as of today. As of today, you can. Because I don't think I'm going to go that Saturday. I think if that's when the stuff is. Yeah, I know. But you know what it is. Um, but I am also off Sunday. So I um, I would rather like my plan is to take Cole out of school. Friday at ten. Friday is the first show. Fri- yeah, exactly. That they have listed, Take but I want to know what theater that's in before I buy a ticket. Yeah, because that's how I am. Yeah, I I'd want to see it. I mean, I have a couple people I can ask. I may not even go to that theater. I may go to Methuen. <sighs> I'm just because ti- for I'm me tired it's tired of driving. Well, for me it's equidistant. It takes me about that's the same a good of time point. That's a Methuen. good point. So, but I would um, I would I, I want to. You know, take them out of school, make it kind of yeah. like special, like, hey, we're going to go do something. Yeah. You know, let's go do something sneaky. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do that with the girls for every one of them that comes out as yeah, long as definitely. they're interested. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to force them to go to all six of them. I don't care because that's what we did. Well, I figure by the time Cole will be like 12 or so, 13, by the time episode four comes out, he'll be able to sit through that. Yeah. My girls will be. I sat through. I sat through four uh, when I was five. Yeah. Um and six and seven, <laughs> and then it was uh, and then it was Empire Strikes Back. So by the time the whole thing's over, they're gonna be ten. Yeah, which I think is perfectly good. Um, because then they can sort of go back and revisit it. Yeah, and we're not gonna. I mean, they know a little bit from clones. Uh, my my parents taught them how to talk into a cup and do the "I am your father," but they don't know yeah. like what it's in reference to. So hopefully, I can keep that a little bit of a secret. Yeah. But if not, I don't really care. Uh, you know what? We got that surprise. That's a good thing to like talk about. Yeah, you know, and that'll be fine. So, <coughs> I mean, just to save on gas, yeah, I think it's a good thing to go back to this theater. And the reason I took the job over there in the first place is because I had so many years of theaters beforehand, and it was literally like three and a half miles from my yeah. house. I think take them. Fuck the past. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to get that through my head. Yeah, um, it's gonna take a while for me because honestly, I put everything I had into that. Especially after the girls were born, I came back to that place. My reports were filed on time, right. even a day early. I had fucking proof of it. I was a different person because I had a reason to actually. Yeah. And but you know, get shit she done. had made up her mind, and yeah, twice. you know, you know what it came down to, really. I mean. What what were you were you were were you full time as a manager there at any point? Yeah. What can we can we just talk money since we're not there anymore? Do you mind? No, that's fine. What were you making an hour? It wasn't much. It was like I think it was only like thirteen bucks an hour. I was at like seventeen ninety an yeah. hour before I left because I was on an AMC rate. You, I was hired. I was rate. hired from Lowe's. Yeah. So I would, they paid better yeah, because they was, wanted older people to run their theaters. Right. And I was never manager under Lowe's. So and manager. I never got a raise from AMC. Right, exactly. But I was making almost $18 an hour to do, you know, to talk to people about movies. Right. You know, uh, there were difficult things to do, of course, too, like employee discipline. Like who's going to tell the stinky guy he's stinky? Yeah. Who's going to tell him he can't use a sock as a belt? That kind of stuff. Joke. But... I mean, they would hire managers at like ten fifty an hour, yeah. And then you got me making almost double that. 
you get rid of me and your hourly average wage exactly. drops down to yeah. within tolerance. And if she had have honestly come to me and said, hey, look, you're not getting any more raises because you make too much. If you, if you want to stay with the company, because we've seen these things before. Yeah. If you want to stay with the company, you have to do X. They could have said, uh, I need you to be the house manager for Methuen. Yeah. Uh, you need to go and run Chestnut Hill, which yeah. <laughs> yeah. nobody wants to do that. Uh, if, if there had been options, I mean, you don't just fire the person. I had in their system, because they had bought out General Cinema, all my time from General Cinema was added to my Lowe's time, was added to my AMC time, and I had 18 years yeah. of theater experience. You just going to fucking shit on that? Yeah. I had more experience than she did. And she was General Cinema before that. Yeah. Which was fucking weird. <laughs> I think that's the thing that, that gets me the most is how much time I actually had invested. If I had hit two more years, I would have like qualified for passes for life and like all this stuff right. if I had to just quit. But I mean. But look at where you are now. You're 10 times happier. Yeah. I, yeah. You know? And you know what? I, I get to leave work at six o'clock. Yeah. Um, I built a print. It took me four hours because they're fucking a massive undertaking. Yeah. Like when I build a print, I should have you come down and, and, and yeah. hang out with me and watch. Um, but you know what? I go in to build a print and run it. That That's my shift. Yeah. If I can get it done in five hours, I'm done. If I can get it done in eight, whatever. <laughs> the story that my boss told me, he's like, uh, you, you can build movies? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I can build you uh, an eight reel movie without trailers in 45 minutes. And then it takes, you know, however much time to get it on the platter and stuff. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, so he's like, so how long do you think this would take? I'm like, well, given the speed that this thing turns at and the fact that every 45 minute movie is 13 reels, I don't know. Give me three hours and we'll see how it's going. Yeah. And he said, really? Like, yeah, why? He said, well, because he, once he took over the department, like, he, he he had to learn, you know, how certain aspects of it work. Right. Because um, he wasn't from a movie theater background. Um, he, I think he was from a television background because uh, he said he was a cameraman for, yeah. for a TV channel, which I keep meaning to ask him about, but because I'm really curious to know, like, what he's done. Um but I guess the guy that built the first print, it took him like 10 hours. And when you make a mistake, when you lose a frame of an IMAX print because it has to synchronize with the sprocket holes, you have to replace it with a frame of black. There was black scattered through this whole fucking movie. Yeah. The first one I built <laughs> ran for six months. Really? Not a fucking problem. You know Why? I can honestly say this. Why? I'm fucking awesome. That's why. <laughs> no, it's like you get that zigzag cut on on the on the um on the splice, right? Yeah. As long as you pull your head and your tail through in the going like in the same way the whole time, you'll be fine because yeah. the zigzag only fits together one way. You can't like cut the head with it going into the splicer and then cut the tail going into the splicer. It has to be coming off and going in and coming okay. up and going in and do that. 
And it's it's like the thing that that studios should do is tell you what the last frame of each reel is because I get this report of, and it's like this twenty five page stapled together like mimeographed fucking. Yeah. It's like scene one starts with clouds rolling in, ends with clouds fully in, and it tells you how many frames it is. Oh, it's wow. like this breakdown of the entire print. I use it just to make sure that real three is labeled real three. <clears throat> One time I didn't even use it, but whatever. Well, with digital coming in, those types of things won't be an issue. Yeah, but with digital coming in, that means we can show anything. Yeah. And uh, with what I've heard, we might actually, they're working on how to do 3D on a dome. Interesting. And given the time frame, we might be able to show a Star Wars movie in our theater. And then my boss cool. had the exact same idea that I had that I think I talked about on the show. It's like, do it like the laser shows. It's like, you know, eight o'clock on a Friday and Saturday night or nine o'clock on a Friday or Saturday night show an actual movie. Because we could, we could sort of get away with science fiction. Yeah. So we could probably get away with um, Harry Potter, The Hobbit. Yeah, definitely. Star Wars, because we've had exhibits like yeah. that. So it could tie into old stuff. And anything with fucking dinosaurs in it. Yeah. Jurassic Park would be pretty fun that way. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it'll be it'll be interesting. And, and I'll talk about it here and there, like the stuff that's not super secret. Like, I can't talk about, like, what kind of um, projection this is going to be, but it's not going to be bulb-based yeah. projection. So I don't even know how it works, so I don't even want to get into <laughs> that. But there... Freaking I, laser. <laughs> there's... um. I've held grudges against certain people. There's two people in my life I still hold a grudge against. Um, one is the ex-girlfriend that slept with, um, I think, everybody. Mm. I think before you were married, you might have even slept with her. Probably. Um, which is cool because I didn't know you at the time. But the friends that I had that she slept with, I did know. Um, she managed to find the straight guys that worked in Disney and sleep with them. Wow, uh, that that's a feat. It is. No, I'm I I kid. No, I kid. AJ. I kid. <laughs> um, but yeah, just for lying and all that stuff, you know, you, you kind of hold a grudge. But whatever. I think it's funny that when she got married, her name rhymes. So oh. that's kind of funny. Uh, and then there's the guy that when my wife was dating, um, I know that dude. Yeah, I see him. I saw him in the fucking museum. Jack used to get in between me and him. Yeah. And he'd be like, you need to go outside? I'm like, yeah, I do. He's like, I got Jack. it. Don't worry. He uh, he he assaulted my wife when they were dating. The only person I probably would punch until he was dead. <laughs> and the thing is, it's a brother of her old best friend. Like our, the yeah. maid of honor at our wedding. Ugh. So anyway, anyway, this is not this is not therapy session for me. All right. But that's the whole story. I said we would talk about it on the show so people that uh, read Facebook could understand why I had such a problem with it. Um, it felt like the end of the world. Like we had all of these new things, all of these new bills and enough worry with new kids and yeah. not knowing what we were doing. And then basically I'm emasculated by my boss when I'm supposed to be on top of the fucking world. And I'm pretty sure there was some illegal shit in there. But the lawyer that I went and talked to didn't move on any of it. Yeah. And she actually still has all of the paperwork. She has the sensual bill, right? No, that's why I haven't contacted her. Nice. Because I was, I was totally like sleep deprived, discombobulated. When yeah. I went to, went to talk to her, 
I might have said, I just want to get back at her for what she did to me. <laughs> but, you know, a smart lawyer would probably look at it and go, you were fired and you just had kids. Why don't you go home and take a nap? Yeah. And we'll talk later. But whatever. You know, would money have made me feel better about still not having a job? Mm. It would have helped. Yeah. And it would have been a small victory, but I still didn't have a full-time job, so. Meh. Water under the bridge. Eventually. Yeah. Because I'm, st- I, I, I'll tell you, I, I'm not a coward, but I did not like being in that theater. But it helped that that my daughter was with me, yeah, and she wanted to see it. I didn't go yeah, in there, and again, you know. It's it's big picture. You're gonna get there, you know, on the 11th, and yeah. they're gonna see it all. It's gonna be a huge spectacle, yeah. And and I'm gonna remember Sith. And and I'll be honest with you, I think that seeing it there instead of Boston Common is would work better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I, I I think so. I'm just curious to see what's going to happen when um, the presentation isn't up to snuff. Because I complain. But their presentation, because they're all digital now. They're all digital. And since they've been all digital, every time that I've been in there, um, I mean, I'll admit, the theaters themselves, like the physical, like they need to start doing a little bit better job, like cleaning stuff and Mm. and stuff like that. Like they're not as diligent because they're understaffed all the time. Well. That's what um, happens when you don't get anybody to work right. for you. Stuff like that is has had no impact on the presentation. It's kind of tough to fuck up, you know. Well, you know, digital. the first the first year so. I was going to showcase because you know obviously I went to Lowe's and AMC for ten years. Right. Uh, the first year I went to showcase and saw Avatar and District Nine and stuff. Every single time I went, there was something wrong with their digital prints. Yeah, like no, it, it like, wasn't on the screen right, or it was too small, or. No, I've had absolutely. I'll I'll give. Well, if the person that I think is still running the booth is still running the booth, then then it'll be fine. Yeah. But if she's not there that day, who knows? Yeah, but I've like I've if somebody has to change there, a lens, it's been, or... it's been fine. All right. So, or again, I've gone to Methuen, and nine times out of ten, I see Tom. And when I when I, we were in Methuen for Beauty and the Beast, it was spectacular yeah. i love the theater we were in the auditorium everything looked nice yeah. and for some reason showcases 3d kind of sucked i would have the the left eye would work for me and this was on three different movies the left eye would work but the right eye was really dim yeah and it didn't it didn't i didn't get the 3d out of it so basically i was like watching with one eye closed through the polarized yeah. lens so i was getting a 2d out of one eye yeah but the 3D and Beauty and the Beast for being a retrofit 3D wasn't bad. And I was kind of impressed with the Phantom Menace trailer. Given the fact that it was filmed on film, yeah. the next ones on digital, I think, should be really easy to manipulate. So, I just hope that they're bright <clears throat> enough. 3D tends to be a little the, the one part you've got the glasses. Well, it I depends. Mean, You're supposed to change the wattage of the I bulb. Know, I know. So. But- I'm really looking forward to the pod race, and the pod race is probably one of my least favorite parts of that movie. The, but I think it's going to look great in 3D. The part that I saw that stuck out was it was it's in the beginning when the droideckers are coming down the hallway. They're moving right to left on the screen, and they're firing at yeah. them. Um, the, you had the back wall, and you had the back the the one more in the background, yeah. and then you had the one in the foreground. 
as they're moving, the shoulder, the head, and the opposite side of the body all felt like they were sitting on separate planes. And I'm like, all right. Because you go from the, the 2D, you know, you remember the old style special edition trailer? It had the TV and the X-Wing comes busting uh, through yeah. it. Same same idea for the trailer. So when it swaps over to 3D, it's Padre stuff and it, it takes your brain a little bit to register. Yeah. Okay, there's depth here depth, because yeah. I'm so used to watching it flat. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm excited. This is honestly... I don't give a shit that it was Phantom Menace. It was Star Wars. It was it was the font. Exactly. It was the music. Nova was jumping up and down in her seat because she recognized the uh, quote unquote Roger Roger droids. Yeah, um, she loves those guys. And Cole's never seen a live action Star Wars movie yeah. in a theater. This is something I honestly never ever thought I would be able to do. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be good. It's, it's it's like, you know, your kid loves boxing and you get to get in a time machine and go see <laughs> you, you know Frazier Ali, you know, the rumble in the jungle yeah. and all that stuff and you take him to that fight. Like maybe maybe a little tear in my eye knowing that like I can actually do something that I never thought I'd be able to do with them. I was kinda um hoping that Julie's younger brother was gonna be around. I mean Darth Maul in the mer- yeah exactly <laughs> because when uh phantom menace came out i took him uh, to see it it was the second time i was seeing it i took him to see it up in burlington uh, and he was five oh maybe. nice um wow five or six four or five he was young huh. all right so i took him to see it and um we were running a little bit late, so I was just like, all right, I'll get the drinks. Here, just get some of that candy. That's when they had the Wade Oh, candy. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it cost me like $30 because he filled up this fucking bag. <laughs> it's like $4 a pound. <laughs> and I was just like, fuck, you're going to eat every piece of this candy. So we see the movie, and he ate all that candy. Wow. And he threw up when he got home. Oh, well, yeah. Julie's stepmom is really pissed at me. But it would have been cool to take, <laughs> like to go with him and bring Cole because yeah. it, it would just sort of bring it. You know, a little bit full circle. Yeah. Like when I was able to bring my dad to go see the f- um, the fourth Indiana Jones movie. Oh, my dad loved yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark, and we saw yeah. it a bunch of times in the theater. So when right. Crystal Skull came out, I took him and Cole to go see it. And that was kind of nice. nice, just, you know, the three generations. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Well, um, we did something like that, and um, it was two years before I started working at Lowe's. The Godzilla 2000 came out. And my dad and I used to watch Godzilla movies yeah. on Creature Double Feature. So it's like we get to see a real honest-to-God Toho Godzilla movie in the theater. It wasn't great, yeah. but we all went. Me and my mom and Ellen and my dad, we all went. And now now Legendary is, is supposedly producing a Godzilla movie, which means now they'll be three generations going to see this yeah. next Godzilla movie because the girls love Godzilla. <laughs> I just wish that they were either the Batman series was a little lighter or they were a little older because they love Batman and Catwoman. Yeah. Like, that's the be-all, end-all. Ripley had one of my belts the other day pretending to be Catwoman. I'm like, you "You don't swing a belt. You know in at least five or six years. You're not Ike Turner. They're going to (laughs) be, in about five or six years, they'll reboot Batman. Oh, yeah. Well, we watched um, we watched Batman Returns, and they were bored yeah. uh, when Penguin was on screen. But when Batman was on with Catwoman, they were fine. Yeah, that was great. So, I um, 
speaking of superheroes, I'm trying to plan out the girl's birthday presents right now. And um, Gwen Stefani has that Harajuku mini line. Uh, yeah. It's like the kids, the kids clothing thing. There's a little mini biker jacket that's like it stops at the uh, ribs, yeah. right? And um, it was on clearance for like seven fifty. And so I'm like, fuck this. I need to buy this. And so I bought it and because uh, that's what I said I was going to do. And um, I'm going to give that to Nova with um, a set of blue tights and like a ballet, like one piece yeah. body suit, bathing <laughs> suit kind of thing. And um, little boots because she loves Black Canary um, from DC. Okay. Um, Black Canary wears that same style outfit and... I don't know. She just she's got blonde hair. She can do this high pitched like superpower scream, <laughs> and Nova does this high pitched. I'm gonna make your ears bleed scream. So I will give her her own like better than Halloween superhero costume. Yeah. Um, I found an adjustable tiara. That's a Wonder Woman tiara. Oh really? Yeah, it's metal. Wow. And it fits from adults to little kids because the back kind of slides in itself. Oh, that's cool. So. I get that. I get the costume for Ripley. I got to find some metal cuffs, like bracelets. Just yeah. All she needs is like those little squeeze together bracelets. Hmm. I'm sure there's something cheap at one of the carts in the mall. You know where you else know? you could try? Hmm. Um, try like iParty or something like that. Yeah. They'll do like some costumey sort of stuff. Yeah. I wanted to have a little bit year. of weight to it since Nova will be able to like wear her jacket yeah. as a regular jacket. Um, or go to like the cheap costume jewelry exactly like yeah target or yeah i just Walmart need i just need something. a like chromed like yeah. a chromed cuff yeah. bracelet um because those things you just squeeze it enough so it doesn't slide over yeah, her exactly. hand and she'll be in you know in heaven you hot glue a star onto it or uh, you don't i don't even need the star i mean <laughs> you know she's not going to be as precise as we would be right. like, oh, that's supposed to be gold not th-. and then i'll figure out how to make a lasso for her out of a uh, golden whatever rope yeah which that can't be too difficult to the craft store and uh they'll have costumes because right now they have the uh the captain american and oh, the captain you know, america you could like find for the rope girl in like a like a curtain section yeah where they have like yeah. the tie back rope stuff yep is that's what your, i was thinking is your lasso yep i do a lot of costume shit for the film school so <laughs> So yeah, they and then they can they can switch costumes if they want because yeah. the jacket's going to be a little bit big on Nova because right now Ripley is wearing the shit out of Nova's bell from Beauty and the Beast oh, really? Halloween costume, like to the point where I've like super glued pieces back on yeah. and stuff like that. So it's, it's time for a new costume. So, but we figured too maybe we'll um before you know obviously we're broke from school and all that stuff. We they they sell these like vanity type plastic you know like the the plastic kitchen sets oh, yeah. or barbecue grill type type stuff they sell like a vanity with oh, yeah. like a mirror in it so we could we could put that in the corner of the room and have a little rack and put all the the dresses because they sell packs of Disney princess dresses yeah. for girls and then the one we saw has Tiana Belle and Rapunzel that's all they fucking need right. And before we take a break, just a word, because we've been talking for an hour, um, a word on Rapunzel, on Tangled, I find myself watching that all by myself. Hmm. I enjoy that movie for some reason. I don't know. It's, 
At any point when, when, when your kids were younger, did you find yourself just like sitting down like the TV was left on, you take the kid up to bed and it's like fucking some kid show um, and, yeah, you, end up, and watch, you end up watching it? We would watch um, Phil of the Future and okay. like even Steven. Nothing and, you would you would choose on your own. No, nothing, but but it's just like stuff. It's yeah. just like you, you, you sort of catch because you think it's kind of clever or funny. Phineas and Ferb right, now like, I'll actually watch because it's pretty funny. I turned off uh, Tangled the other day. I came downstairs to picked up the Xbox controller to, to, you know, to get off of Netflix and I just started it up again and I, I started watching and I'm like, Oh, I don't have to watch this. Yeah, exactly. I I had it. I had the laptop open, yeah. and it was like last watched, tangled, and it's I'm it's halfway through, and I'm like, oh, I like I like the part with the lanterns. I'll just watch that part. <laughs> Let's take a break. <laughs> yeah, we should do that. All right, then we'll get we'll get serious, I guess. Sure. All right. I'm here with Bill Byforce and Mr. Chris to tell you a little bit about Outside the Cinema. All right, Reverend Scott, take us to church. Uh, What can we expect to find from a typical show? Two hours of just random blabber. (laughs) Uh, Is there anyone's coattails you wrote in on to popularity? I'm the guy that fucking burns the coattails and then pisses on them. You review all these exploitation, (laughs) horror, comedy, cult, and often all-around terrible movies. You must have a strong driving force that keeps you going. Ego. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard you say that before. Uh, yeah, I've been saying that for a while. Really? I have been saying that for a while. Also, I'm high on smack. Well, it's definitely working for you guys. Yeah. People are coming out in droves to support you on iTunes. We just the other day got a, a, a one-star review on iTunes. Well, that is one <laughs> That is one star too many. Let me tell you. The worst fucking piece of shit I've ever heard. This has been great, guys. Thanks, Scott. Ah. That was good. Oh, he's got you crying over there. I'm good for the rest of the year. Nice. That was too much. Hey, fans. It's Ken Forey. Just want to tell you about Mail Order Zombie. Great company. They review zombie films, any zombie film, every zombie film. And it's uh, something you should tune into. So if you get a chance, go to the website, look these guys up, Melora Zombie, and find out what the hot zombie films are today. What's going on? These guys are right on the the cutting edge of of reviewing zombie movies. And if you're a zombie, or you want to be a zombie, or you're thinking about being a zombie, or your mom's a zombie, your dad's a zombie, your damn mother-in-law's a zombie, tune into Melora Zombie, baby. You'll find out what's going on. Ken Forey, and that's out. (laughs) 
you're enjoying this podcast, perhaps you'd be interested in GleeCast. You watch your tone, young lady. Hey, we're not forcing you to download the internet's best, or at least most booze-filled podcast about Glee. You want to be me. Who doesn't, Sue? But we know we can't be. Instead, Erica and Emily. Uh, Emily and Erica. Who am I? I just don't know anymore. I'd love to stay in chat, but I got a satellite interview. Sorry, we get off topic a lot. The point is, listen to GleeCast following every new episode of Glee. Plus, our sporadic bonus content on some of the greatest bad cinema that incorporates musical theater or sweet dance moves. I'm going to ask you to smell your armpits. <laughs> the right or the left? That's the smell of failure. Failure smells like dove. Mine has a pleasant lady speed stick scent. Kind of makes me think of candy canes. Your resentment is delicious. Visit gleecast.podomatic.com or search for us in the iTunes store. That's gleecast with a K, part of the palaver.com family. That's P-A-L-A-V-R.com. Boy, the only thing missing from this place is a couple dozen bodies limed and rotting in shallow graves under the floorboards. We're working on that. So, so yeah, um, uh, before we get right into anything, uh, sorry, I, I know we just talked about talking about something else, but um, I'm kind of curious because there's still time before Phantom Menace comes out, so I want to know what people think. Should I just uh, do what's best for for gas mileage? Well, it's not even that. You know what? Cause like, or am I letting her win by not going to a theater that I prefer? Exactly. That's letting the terrorist win. I think just and just, that is honestly that's what she is because that's the uh, that's the, the environment she's uh, yeah she's an asshole so yeah. just ignore her. don't give her that power gotcha oh we were just watching labyrinth the other day so it is fair to say you have no power over me <laughs> so this douchebag Bruins player yeah Tim what the fuck Tim is Thomas name? Tim Thomas who I like you know what I'm not a hockey fan I don't care um. The Bruins get invited to the White House. He decides, because of his political views, yes, to oh. um. Sorry, hold on. Uh, sorry, I clicked on a thing that apparently had an automatic play video on it. Right. Yeah, you too. So he decides, based <laughs> on his political views, um, to not go. Yes. So I, I think that you have here probably his statement. It's like let's 51 see. seconds. I don't know. I haven't yeah, seen this. Yeah, his statement's not that long. Here. So let's see. Tim Bruins see. goalie Tim Thomas has iced President Obama. Thomas, whose goalie mask bears the popular libertarian and Tea Partier phrase, don't tread on me, declined to join his hockey teammates in a reception at the White House to celebrate their Stanley Cup championship. Thomas chose instead to take a shot at the establishment on his Facebook page. He wrote, The federal government has grown out of control, threatening the rights, liberties, and property of the people. 
This was not about politics or party, as in my opinion, both parties are responsible for the situation we're in as a country. The Bruins goalie isn't the first athlete to play hooky from the White House. In 1997, Mark Chimura of the Green Bay Packers skipped the trip to the White House. And last year, Dan Hampton of the 1985 Bears refused to attend the team's 25th anniversary of their Super Bowl XX victory because he's, quote, not a fan of President Obama. Okay. okay. Oh, so, that's that's some good background on that. I think that was that's that was fine. that was nice and fair. I was a little concerned because I didn't know like what kind of opinion we would be getting out of that. Um, I think he was wrong, and it's okay. Why do you think he was wrong? I think he was wrong because he was not invited there for political reasons. Right, he wasn't. It, it's not so much going for barack obama it's it's you're invited by the president of the united states yes it's it's it's, it's something a, that's it's an done. honor it's it's, it's just you go, done. it's a sign of respect for the office regardless of who's there now okay? I, I i actually um got into some conversations with people on nesson new england sports yeah. network website yeah. because i have a fucking opinion about this because it's, it's what, political what do, what do people say um well it stems from the fact that Olbermann named him the worst person in the world that day over the unknown person that killed the guy's cat with a brick and were a liberal on the side of it and left it on the steps of the guy's house. Okay. I don't think he's worst person in the world. No, but, just... the, but, but the, whole, the whole worst person in the world thing is to highlight an actual fucking asshole, and then part of it's tongue-in-cheek. You have to understand. I mean, I've watched enough of his segments to understand which part is tongue-in-cheek, saying, come on, dude, really? And that's the Tim Thomas part, but it's the, um, somebody's going to kill a cat to send a fucking message? You're an asshole. Um, And people are like, oh, Oberman's a fucking idiot. He's a moron. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Um, You know what? Let me call it up, because there was actually... Some, uh, I don't want to say interesting conversation. Well, you know what it him? is? It's uh, one of those things where, like, I, 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 the guy has a political opinion, and that's fine. But, yeah, that's great. But he's not there for political purposes. He wasn't invited for political purposes. And my wife asked me, she said, well, if if George Bush had invited you as a group of, you know, as a group of people, you know, you're part what of would a, we have done? an organization. Um, like if I was part of this, since uh, since you I and don't, me are I here. don't know, projectionists of America, or, okay. or, or whatever. Right. Okay, and you were invited for whatever reason. Yeah. Okay, as a, as as part of a group to sort of honor your group. Yeah. Okay, and the Bush White House invited you to go. Would you go? Um. Okay. Yes, in my mind, grudgingly. I would, you know, you know why you go and you put on a happy face and you shake his hand and get the picture taken because you make your group look like shit. Exactly. Otherwise, you, I, I but you know, that, the other thing too, I despise every decision for the most part that Bush made. Yeah. However, there is a small part of me that thinks that if we sat down and talked about movies, I'd get along with him. Well, that's part of the problem is that he's a great regular guy, but, but that's like, not but the there, guy you there, want to There the are people that, that I don't talk to anymore that despise me that I used to get along with who are staunch conservative Republicans yeah. and, you know, 
like straight middle of the road Catholics, I got along with them right. because like, you find common ground, and I think that's what that's what he should have done was find the common ground in the situation. Well, here's the, but here's the thing: it's you're you're there as as a team. Yeah, he was not a team of, player because of your hockey achievement. Yes. Okay. Yes. I don't I don't care about the political affiliations of my athletes or no. my movie stars. I don't. <clears throat> I, I don't care. Sometimes it's interesting to 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 know that, and ter- sometimes it's really fucking disappointing well, no, no, to no, know no, that but, too. But, but but it's also it's one of those things like, like, all right. I am a huge. I'm a huge Prince fan. Yeah. All right. I'm a huge, good, bad, or otherwise. I'm a right. huge Prince fan. Okay. Right. Love his music. Yep. All right. He's as religious as I am. Not. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um. But what is is he born again or Mormon? I can't remember. I, I don't know. But it, it's it I doesn't think it's even born again. But my 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 point is that he's not like like he, I, he's I, not I don't T-bowing? Care about, Is that no, what you're I, saying? I, no, no, I don't. I don't care about that <laughs> yeah. because I enjoy the music. For me, right. he's a musician. That's his job for me. That's his yeah. function for me. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't sing overtly religious or political songs. Sometimes However, he does. Sometimes I mean, there's okay. there's some religion that pops into his music. All right, okay, and God does play a part. Okay, well, God plays a huge part in music anyway. So, but like. Like like even even Bono, I would like you too a lot more if Bono would shut the fuck up. But see, then I listen to like Bad Religion specifically for what they're writing about, or Rage Against the Machine, or stuff like that, where it's like the music is their belief. Sometimes, and I'm I in just, the mood. For I that. just want to be. I want to be entertained by yeah. my sports and by yeah. my movies and by my music. Yeah. Okay. That's when you know what I don't. I don't, I don't want necessarily to hear a message sometimes when you look at an actor's work or you look at a writer's work and i think that knowing a little bit about their own personal politics it helps inform oh it helps inform the work and knowing a little bit about their their uh, about them personally right it enhances your experience of their their movie or their book or their music but i don't watch I don't. I, I don't watch. I don't watch basketball and give a shit what Paul right. Pierce thinks about but, Barack Obama. Just put the fuck with a ball in the hoop. A perfect example of of what you were saying before the basketball thing was. Um, for me, what makes Alec Baldwin so funny on Thirty Rock is he's playing exactly opposite of exactly. everything he believes. Yeah. So that shit's funny. To but me. even if you didn't know his <laughs> politics, you can still. Enjoy the show. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So not as much in well, my but, opinion. But, but, but. In, in your opinion, but you can still enjoy the show and enjoy the character. Right. Okay. Right. But this fucking Tim Thomas guy yeah. to just come out and who you know what? You're not even I don't give a shit what you think. Okay? Yeah. And I'm sorry if there are hockey fans out there who are going to inform their political opinions based on what a goalie says. <laughs> all right. You know what? Fuck you. Don't vote. Just stay <laughs> home because you're an idiot. Well, okay. So <laughs> fuck this guy in his soapbox. He was given an honor. Here, okay. He was given an yeah. honor and invited to the White House. Okay. And yeah. I'm sorry. You go. It's like getting invited to a wedding of a, of, of a relative that you may not like, but you know what? You go. You're not going yeah. as a, you're not invited to the White House as a Republican or, 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 or a Democrat. You're invited as, as, a as an American. Okay. Well, that's the who, thing. That's the is, thing. 
there are two Americans on the Bruins. The Tea Party member, for lack of a better term, yeah. and the political science major. And the political science major said, it's an honor to go. The history just, of the building, exactly. how can you pass it up? And it's a great, you know what, you did, you know what, your team played wonderfully, you, you won a great yep. thing, and that's why you're being honored by the office, okay? Yeah. It's, so, not a, it's not a partisan thing, so keep your politics out of it. It doesn't fucking matter. Do you, do you want to know? who cares what you think? Do you want to know what the people wrote? What did they write? Because what they wrote actually prompted me to say something. Okay. So, um, or did they just rant about Oberman, which is irrelevant to the uh, story? Let's see. Bill Lanny said, Keith Oberman is an idiot. But At it le- doesn't matter. Hold on. Let me just read these because we'll never get to what I wrote. <laughs> okay. No, it doesn't matter. But this is what they decided to bitch about. This is what, what prompted me to um, really think about what I wanted to write to get my point across. So Bill Lanny, who's a financial advisor in Canada, says, uh, Keith Olbermann is an idiot. At least Thomas has the balls to say what he believes in, which, first of all, that's a fucking contradictory sentence. <laughs> Tim Thomas has the, has the balls to say what he believes in, but Olbermann should shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, and who cares if he doesn't want to visit the White House? The whole idea of playing hockey is to win the Stanley Cup, not a dumb visit to the White House. Okay. There were some comments made after that, but that's fine. I'm just going to read the initial statements here. Um, Olbermann and all of the whack job liberals, way to paint with a broad brush, uh, we have blindly let lead this country, are the only people pissed off at Thomas. Liberals don't like the truth because the truth hurts. And then it's a South Park reference with Timmy. Um, you're the bomb. I loved you as the player who gave everything every night because what the other people on the team right. didn't. But now I love the man who lays out the truth and has the backbone to stand behind those words. The funny thing is, his statement includes everybody. It sounds like it includes Bush in that as well and his yeah, administration. Totally so, but it's just us whack job liberals, right? That was Stephen Lesperance from the uh, New England School of Art, and I figure I can say this shit because you posted, posted it on the internet. Sure. Uh, Amanda Simono responded to him and said, well, and I love the man who lays out the truth on Facebook, blah, blah, blah. Um, Kevin Gwynn, does uh, Nesson really want to start putting toilet paper journalism on the website? Come on, let's hear about hockey. This is about hockey. He's a fucking hockey player. Why must we put idiots in the spotlight? I certainly don't care to see it. Well, it's because he's the goalie. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Trembley says, just because Olbermann... Would lick Obama's feet doesn't mean Tim and the rest of us sane Americans would ever want to have to shake that bozo's hand. About this point, I'm starting to formulate what I'm going to write. Yeah. Oberman is a tool. This is Scott Frank. Uh, he's a top commenter. So good for you for commenting on a sport website. Oberman is a tool. Even if I think skipping the White House was a bad idea, it's nothing like people are making it out to be. That much is true. I think it is totally blown out of proportion. Um, aren't there, aren't there are more important things to be covering? Oh, come on. You know, you could say that about coverage of any sport, like, you know, all sports are just a distraction from everything going on. Um, let's see. Crystal says not the first, and I am sure he won't be the last people in the media are blowing this way out of proportion. It's only blown out of proportion when that's all you're paying attention to. 
But I mean, is this really a story? I mean, should this have been taken to this extreme where we're talking about it? Well, you know what it is. It's he. It's it was, local for us. Exactly. Um, let me see. Uh, oh, please. Thomas brought this upon himself. Okay. Uh, stick by your team and stick to hockey. Just to make it clear, I have always had a special place in my heart for Tim Thomas, and I wear his jersey the most. So I love him as a hockey player, but I have no sympathy for the aftermath he is getting now. Again, he did it to himself. I feel bad for the team. I know the team wants wants it to go away. I don't blame them. They have bigger issues to deal with, like how they have been playing really sloppy for a while now and have to fix that. They don't need this crap, so we can only hope this dies down before the boys are back next week. Um, I'm going to read it, the responses to this one here. Uh, Jeremy, again, uh, says, uh, is it in his contract that he has to visit the White House if he leads oh, them see, to cup victory? like that. Are see, just... I'm pretty sure that it is part of his contract that he makes his PR appearances. Yeah. Did he have to be in the parade? Probably. Yeah. Uh, sure, he's a Bruin and gets paid to play hockey, but he's also an American and is entitled to his beliefs. Yeah. No one's but, saying that he can't believe what he wants to but believe. But when you have a job, you show up okay, for it. But, but you know what? It's not even about the job. It's just, you know, it's not. Yeah. Okay. You want to. It's you, just being a dick is what he's doing, quite frankly. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Jackie says uh, Looney Tune liberals in a meltdown that conservatives refuse to bow to their dear leader. Oberman is a certified nut. Um, there's actually more posts here, but mine's at the top. So let's go to mine. I wrote, uh, I seem to remember an administration that flat out called you a traitor to the United States if you oppose the president. This is nothing by comparison. Tim Thomas is paid to play hockey, and that's why he was invited. You shut up and go. It's an honor regardless who is sitting at the desk. He can say anything he wants to, and I encourage that. But what did it accomplish in reality? Nothing except to show that he wasn't willing to be a team player. Right? Yeah. Maz, who uh, is part of our Facebook group, actually says, yeah. all the Canucks fans have known this for a while. <laughs> Jeremy decided to, uh, not not the Jeremy that I talk to all the time on Facebook. He says, yeah, he gets paid to play hockey. He doesn't get paid to shake the hand of some clown he didn't vote for. He's a team player on the ice, that's in capitals, which is what he signed up for. So I responded with, and the team was invited for what they did on the ice. When he signed his contract, he signed for all the publicity events that follow. This was a publicity event, but I really don't care enough to be invested in this story, only enough to express my opinion. So then Jim Quinn says, uh, what about when Ozzy didn't meet with Bush? Was He was the effing manager, but that was okay because why? So I responded, I don't recall saying that was okay. Um, and then he's asking me if it was, you know, in my opinion. I think I, that I think, even, I think, even if someone blows off the Bush White House in a similar situation, I think they're wrong, too, because yeah. it's 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 the office However, again. However, uh, uh, here, I didn't want to get into this here because I've argued with sports fans before. It's it's like argue, arguing yeah, exactly. with a wall. With, um, some of them, not all of them. Um, however, Obama didn't pass the Patriot Act. He didn't 
indefinitely detain people. He didn't start wars that didn't need to be started. But you know what? There's it, a there was a lot more with Bush that you could on a human rights level disagree with. I I still I'm say I still say that other. I still say that same situation Bush in the White you House. You just go. Someone says you just go. And then you say, "You know what? I went to be a team player." Yeah, I disagree with his politics, but it's an exactly. honor to be invited exactly. by the office. Exactly. Okay, there's something bigger than your own your, your own politics. You just go. No one says you yeah. have to. So so suck I responded. I responded to that. Um, I think you should respect the office and the history, even if you don't respect the person that currently holds the office. I say accept the invitation and talk afterwards. I know a lot of people with different political views and religious views from mine, and we get along just fine. So why can't people? Find the person beyond the politics. So to give a definite answer, no, it's not okay. This is, of course, on a purely personal level. I am harshly critical of politician and politicians and religious figures that are in stark opposition to my views. However, I would never ignore a chance to talk to them. Only through conversation and debate can you truly understand the motivation of others. Right? Yeah. and it, it's, it's, I had it's, kind of reasonable conversations with those people. That's it's one of the problems with this country right now is that there is there is nothing okay that is bringing everyone together under this the closest thing that we've yeah. come to as a as a truly unifying type of issue or rallying point yeah. has been sopa cuz everybody wants you yeah. know now there's acta did you hear about time. acta What's that? ACTA is a worldwide SOPA. <sighs> yeah. So it's um. Yeah, but that's but that's fun. the problem. The 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 the, dis- the divisiveness in this country is just it's it's rampant. Like everybody is on a is 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 rabidly on a side. Coke, Pepsi, Apple, PC. You know, it didn't red used state, to be like state. that. There's nothing that everybody can rally around, and that's sad. It's a sad commentary. And I got, the closest fucking thing you have is American Idol. Yeah. Those fucking idiots who watch that show. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that show is terrible. Um, um, but it's that th- really there's there's nothing. People are are a little bit too. I don't know. There's there's just too much division and not enough unity in this united states yeah when i you know what it made me think of when i saw the movie um oh what the hell was it it was that um amelia Earhart movie i think it was called amelia yeah um and it made me think that because you know they they kept showing you know newspapers you know about what she's doing and all that and people were interested and you don't have that now. You don't have no. everybody sort of watching what someone's going to do next no. or unless it's somebody like Charlie Sheen who everybody quite frankly uh, is watching to see how he's going to kill himself. Yeah. Or waiting for Lindsay Lohan to, you know, fuck up her probation again. Well, somewhere it's, somewhere when there is that rallying, when there is that rallying and that sort of solidarity around an issue, nine times out of 10 it's it, it's negative. Well, yeah, because I think I think as a as a nation, we've I mean, 
we've been beat down. It's been one thing after another, and I don't want to sound overly dramatic you know and I, shit I, like that. I don't that. think it's so much. I don't think it's so much beat down. Quite in a way, it, it, it's almost the opposite. Everybody, we have such a a a, a, a ethos in this country of um, being individual. In your opinion matters. Blah blah blah. That right. nobody bends enough to share an opinion with somebody else. Everybody else is wrong. Everybody yeah. else is an yeah. asshole. Well, wait till we get the feedback. Oh yeah, <laughs> no. All right, and and I'll admit, I'm I'm not saying I'm perfect either. I'm an asshole too, and I believe everybody else is an asshole. But you know what? If you can make a convincing argument and give me reasons, I have been known to change my mind. Right. But what the what? What do people get really passionate about in this country? NASCAR. They get they get passionate Bass about Masters? about stuff that really doesn't matter. Skull chewing tobacco. Right. <laughs> but they um, get they get passionate about stuff that really doesn't matter, and uh, you know, others, yo, I know, I know what people get passionate about. I can what? name two things off the top of my head: Go abortion ahead. and gay people getting married. And it's all negative. It doesn't matter. That shit doesn't fucking but matter. That, exactly, it doesn't matter. It's and smoke it's screens all, for the shit that really does matter. Right, and it's 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 all. It's all negative and and filled yeah. with 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 anger and fuck them. I'm right. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And there's no which is why which is why you get no leadership out of out of Washington D.C. You don't get anything done. Yeah. Nothing, well, they're afraid. Nothing has changed. They, nothing will get done. I, they know at this point that they're not doing anything to help anybody. So the only way that they can hold on to their jobs is to scare people into fucking voting for them again. Exactly. We saw that with terror alert charts back right. in 2000... Two, three, oh, we're at a code. Five, six. We're at a every code time, puce today. Every time there was a midterm or a presidential election, so there were yeah, three of we them. we went up to yellow. They take the fucking charts back out. Yeah. So and I, it's 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 a sad thing about this country where so much is possible. Yeah, yeah. I, I, um, Bill uh, from outside the cinema, he actually posted it because um, he actually talked about it on um, the four year anniversary show uh, last week. I had no fucking idea. I was out all day. I didn't yeah. see any of this shit going on. I probably would have read the headline and gone, "All right, who cares?" Yeah. But you know, what was, did Bill say? Well, he just posted the story. Um, let me let me scroll back up here a little bit. Um, he posted the Tim Thomas beats out cat killer to earn title of worst person in the world. Bill wrote, seems about right. So then a whole bunch of people talk. I uh, I quote my favorite dude there, Bill Lanny, who was basically shut the fuck up because I disagree with you. Um, and then I, I post some stuff and I kind of double posted a couple things, but um, I had said if George Bush invited me to the White House, I would have gone. I mean, it's the freaking White House. Tim's part of a team, blah, 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 blah. Uh, in fact, if Tim Thomas wanted to protest overreach of government and losing freedoms, he should have won a Stanley Cup earlier and not met with Bush. <laughs> and you're right about Manny, Manny uh, Ramirez, um, but look at what happened to the Dixie Chicks for stating what they believe. I don't think we'll see bonfires with brewing stuff in it because of this. The current administration is far more tolerant of opinions than the last one was. The right-leaning media went on and on about them for days on end. Um, and somebody had replied back. Where is their... 
Bill said my favorite part is that uh, President Obama, and I like the fact that he said President Obama and not Obama. Yeah. Uh, Bill said that uh, probably has no idea who Thomas is or cares that he didn't come. Um, and I wrote, that's how it always is. We get worked up over partisan politics, and those guys go out for drinks after work. It's a job to most of them. We make it into so much more because their job their job affects us so much. This guy, Steve... Say, um, responded to me, right-leaning media, LMAO, since when? What, what does that even mean? Laugh my ass off? No, 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 I get that part, but what's his oh. point? Um, oh, well, I had said that the... Uh, instead of saying Fox News blew this shit out of proportion, I said the right-leaning media basically had a field yeah. day with the Dixie Chick shit, and he obviously doesn't um, recall. Um he says, but you're right, Billy's paid to stop a puck. He says, by the way, it was in the manner that the Dixie Chicks went about their business. And here's where I get to own the guy. Uh, Tim Thomas doesn't stop in the middle of a game or use a post-game press conference to speak his mind about politics. But it's okay for Tim Tebow to do that in the middle of a fucking game. Right. Uh, Dixie Chicks used a concert, something people go to so they can forget about serious crap for a couple hours and send a message. Okay. Um and then I, I, I post about the, uh, I said in another article I read about this, it stated that one of his teammates has a degree in political science. He was thrilled to go and said his personal politics would not have stopped him. So I'm just saying, Glenn Beck fan doesn't go. Educated political, political science student goes regardless of political affiliation. By right-leaning media, I mean Fox News. Musicians use concerts all the time to promote their agendas. You 2 R.E.M., Sinead O'Connor, Morrissey, Bad Religion, just to name a few. Right? I mean, that's not wrong, is it? No, not at all. You too is probably the most guilty of it. Well, I don't know. Bad Religion. Have you heard all of their songs? That's true. <laughs> they all send a message. And then Steve comes back with, P.S. Degrees are shams and a waste of money. So what if he has a degree and it doesn't make him smarter? Yeah, fuck not. It does. Though because you disagree with Beck and Thomas, you obviously would suggest otherwise. Okay, so we'll skip down to my reply because you know how in, in the conversations on Facebook there's a couple conversations going on at once. Right. Um, so I wrote, uh, I do disagree with Glenn Beck. I think he's a liar and venomous to the political discourse of the country. He is disingenuous and says what will garner him the most attention, thereby increasing ratings and making him more money. He lost a lot of sponsors when he was on Fox and was let go because of his extreme not founded in reality views. I am not condemning Thomas on this issue for his political affiliation. I disagree with him not standing with his team, not the reason why. And degrees are only shams if you don't do anything with them. Education is always, always a good thing, and intelligence should no longer be marginalized and thought of as a detriment. They do cost more than they should, though. Care to try and refute my political message in concerts now? <laughs> and um, that was it. <laughs> I didn't get a didn't get a response. I don't so, know. I just I just thought that it was quite frankly rude. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe a couple of years ago I would have had a different opinion on it uh because it was Bush, but you just go. I mean, if I got invited if I got invited for doing this show, for stating my mind and doing that, 
First of all, that would be really, really weird yeah. if Bush invited us yeah. to go first. It would f- kind of freak me out a little bit that they all heard the shows. Well, you know, a good example. Oh, you know what it's more like? It's more like going to the Vatican for us. If if the Pope invited me to the Vatican, I'd go. Fuck yeah, I'd go. I'd go, but wouldn't you be... It would be really... I'd wear well, you, a bulletproof vest. You know what? I'm, I'm not a huge <laughs> fan of Deval Patrick. Okay, uh, I, just, he's I, I think like, he's been sort of like meh. Yeah, exactly. But when I uh, at least when, he's not out campaigning for president the whole time he's governor, right? Um, but when you, after school film school, when he sent a letter to yeah. after school film school yeah. to say, hey, you know, heard about your program, nice job. It's just like wow, that's you know, I I got a letter from the governor of the state. That's I mean, this still is, a thrill, right? That's still a thrill. Yeah, oh. it's definitely, that's pretty cool. Oh, I didn't send it to myself. <laughs> I I I, sent, I threw a website. It um, sent a letter to all my representatives, Senate yeah. and um and 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 Congress, and I wrote a thing about SOPA and how yeah. you know you can't attack this with a hammer. It has to be precise, and, or you're gonna shut down basically everything on the internet. Right. I got a response immediately back from Kerry. Yeah. Who is, you know, whatever fucking bullshit, but I got a response back. Today, days after the vote. Yeah. I got a response from Scott Brown. Oh, really? And I'm like, fuck, what is this asshole going to say? Thank you for writing, blah, 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 blah. I vehemently oppose SOPA and PIPA. And I have and will always vote against them. Yeah. All right. Jump on that bandwagon, Scott. No, but he, he, he voted again. Yeah, no. But I think that everybody, did you you see the number of people who supported it and then saw the backlash and then went, no, I don't like. Green eggs and ham at all. I I know that GoDaddy changed, changed their stance pretty fucking quick. Yeah. But yeah. if you have Google, Wikipedia, and YouTube against you, you need to just yeah, shut the fuck up like and back that, off. It's like in that second Lord of the Rings movie. When you have the trees yeah. getting up out of the ground and coming after you, then you've pissed off pretty much everybody. Yeah. I saw some stuff, some memes out there that were, um, you know, oh, we can't get together to um, you know, end world hunger or homelessness, but we can protect our internet. You know what? You know, you know what? The, you know what? That reminds if, you know what? That reminds me of those fucking assholes who when bin laden was killed was just like i don't want to celebrate the death of another person shut the fuck up yeah you goddamn if i had any alcohol in the house i would have had a fucking toast oh to his death. fuck you you know i don't i feel bad celebrating the death of another person shut the fuck up the guy was a piece of shit okay Fuck him. Yeah, he mastermind masterminded the death of thousands 3, 000, of innocent people. Three thousand people. So. Well, no, no, just that's just one that, day. That particular, yeah, one day. Right. There were others, other things. So you yeah, know what? We fuck, don't, we don't have exclusive you, rights you. to the atrocity of Bin Laden. Goddamn, <laughs> I, you know, but, I'm a humanist. I love every living thing. I don't eat meat. I'm gonna hit you in the face it? with a fucking meat hammer. All right, all right, calm down. Fucking vegans. calm down. Um. <laughs> But you know what? I think honestly, the internet is that important. I'm not saying it's as important as the homelessness thing, or it's as dire a situation. But I think the homelessness, the homeless people don't know about the internet. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the the 
good side of the internet. <clears throat> the the Porn. ability to bring out social change, what you just said. Um, the ability to, you know. The social change in porn. Well, there's that, yeah. There's that Iranian woman that went topless and I now she's going to get killed. Hey. Hey, I saw the weirdest fucking thing the other day. Okay. I saw, well, first of all, it's just kind of freaky when you go into work and there are four different Catholic schools filling the lobby. Ah, okay. Catholic high school. Yeah, well. Right. You ever try not to look at a gigantic group of people because you don't want to be the fucking pervert walking down the hallway? Giggity. Um, this actually kind of twisted my brain a little bit. It was wrinkling my brain because there was a girl in her in her Catholic schoolgirl outfit with the Muslim head wrap. Uh huh. And I'm like, wow. All right, that's, that's interesting. That's that's actually pretty fucking awesome because that shows. Uh, I would say open-mindedness on the parents' part to uh, get their kids the best education that's possible and uh, acceptance on the school's part to take in any religion. That is pretty interesting. But it was a weird thing to see. It is It's like really an atheist weird. wearing a yarmulke. Yeah. <laughs> but that was, that was kind of neat. Um, what was I talking about before that? We were talking about vegans and they're fucking idiots. Yeah, but we know really well. Oh, oh, protecting the internet and keeping you know the the internet free to not free obviously to access it, but the free exchange of information and stuff. Just because there's some shit on there you don't like doesn't mean you get to shut the whole fucking thing down. Right, and I just think the media companies are just they're panicking. They don't yeah, know what to do. They are, but there was this one interesting article. This artist, I wish I could remember his name. <laughs> Was saying that, um, you know what? There was he he published a book, and it was going to be published in Russia, and they quite literally ran out of paper, huh? And they couldn't like printers couldn't print it, so there were some online versions. Okay, and when then when it was possible to print more stuff, like his his print stuff started to go up. When people had experienced his ah. his work free on the internet, okay, because they're going to so, pay what they think it's just worth. Like, oh, well, no, they they're just no, gonna like, be like, like oh, like, I, li I like this guy's stuff. I've had a taste. Yeah. I'll buy his next thing. Well, they said that um, in two thousand eight, Dark Knight was the most downloaded movie of the year. Yeah, and it was also the highest selling on DVD and highest grossing exactly. in the fucking theater. I think. I'm not saying that pirating is, is good or bad. I'm not taking a stance on that. But I think that their argument is a little disingenuous when they say, oh, well, um, the fact that Wolverine was leaked hurt, it, hurt its box office. No, the fact that it sucked hurt its box office. They, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, though, maybe it would have made a few more millions, a million dollars, 20, 30 million more of suckers going to fucking see it. So at most, it didn't make an extra $50 million. But you could tell from the trailer it was a piece of shit. Yeah. And the CG didn't even look finished when we saw it. Right. It was embarrassing. So, and I think that um, going after, because it, it would have made, you know, somebody posts a video of like a first dance at a wedding, like yeah. a bride and father dance at a wedding using copyrighted music. Right. That shit would have to come down. Which there is was, bullshit. There was an interesting question. It's, um, okay, so what if in a in a discussion group, on um you know congress.org somebody posts a a video to 
you know, a Rob Zombie song, then does the Congress website go down? Right. Do you, do you take that page down? Cause you know, there's people out there, there, the guy that fucking engineered SOPA, the bill. Yeah. You, we read the story. He, he broke his own law. Yeah. Fucking morons. So that, that shows go after places like Pirate Bay. Do it. Go after Pirate Bay. Sure. But until you shut them down, it'll just pop up Occasionally, else, I'm going to use it. But this mega upload thing, from what I understand, because I, I never used the, the site, they, it, wasn't, it wasn't a torrent. It wasn't a P2P thing. It was they had the files on servers. Yeah. So they actually, the quote-unquote company, they were, yeah, instead of, oh, you got, you know, 10 meg of it from me and 10 from another guy and, yeah you know it was oh there is you know house season eight eight nine ten eleven and twelve sitting on your on your your company's hard drives right. and there are links to go get it that's my understanding of why they they went after them yeah yeah i don't know oh my god we're at over two hours ah, that's nothing the thing is that you're never going to be able to stop it because they had already figured out how to get around Sopa and Pippa. We talked about that, too. Yeah. You're always going to have the shitty DVDs. Yeah. You know, so, I mean. You really want to make a dent? Want to scare people? Arrest those guys in New York City on right. the street. Whatever. Half the time, they're not selling you the right movie anyway. Yeah, exactly. And it's a shitty cam version. Right. Jesus, just wait another month or two and get a DVD screener rip. Exactly. Not that I have any idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, you know what? They'll just pop up in other countries. Yeah. You know? So Torrents or Demonoid or whatever will just... Well, like, I don't think Pirate Bay's in the United States. No. No. But neither was Mega Upload, was it? I doubt it. I don't, I don't know. I honestly... I will sign petitions, I will read articles, but I'm not I'm not gonna get there there are people a lot more uh into this just job wise and like lifestyle. They know this stuff a lot better than I do. Yeah. And I trust their opinion when I read it. If they point me to an article and they if somebody posts something on Facebook and says, This is what you need to know and I know the person and I trust their opinion, okay. Yeah. You want me to sign a petition? Fine, I'll sign a fucking petition. I'll sign six of them. I don't care. Yeah. I don't know. Um, there was another story I wanted to talk about. Yeah, there the was something was that I wanted to lead the show with. Oh, you know what? Oscar nominations. Oh, yeah, there was that. Let's talk about that a little bit. All right. I don't I don't really. I made an extra $25 million in the game. Did you? I did. Yeah. Girl with the Dragon Tattoo and Bridesmaids were my big Oscar movies uh, i had the muppets that got one i got song. one and i'm glad that's gonna win that'll win for best song yeah well the other one's an elton john song so it's it's iffy. from which movie the one my wife made 10 minutes into nomeo and juliet yeah that's not gonna work that's not gonna no it'll be it'll be man or a muppet it better be it definitely will be see a lot of people that i know um we're talking about drive did you see drive no you'd like drive there are parts of Drive that I definitely liked, but overall... Can I get that on Pirate Bay? <laughs> I don't know. I don't use Pirate Bay, honestly. Um, <laughs> but a lot of people were, were really pissed it wasn't nominated for Best Picture, and I can, I can understand why, because it's a very well-made movie. It just didn't resonate with me yeah. the, the way it did with other people. But you look and it's like um, extremely close and incredibly loud or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Like... 
the aggregated reviews for it are like 47% on Rotten Tomatoes, but Drive is like 91% with more reviews. Hmm. I I don't understand the criteria for um picking best picture. Do you do you have any idea what what is it that that they how how they can determine what to choose? It's just whatever they whatever they whatever they think. So know, who are, who are they? The Academy. But why would they pick a movie that nobody liked? Because it has, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I didn't I didn't see the movie, but there must be something there. It's I, not about popularity necessarily. Well, I mean, if if it's best picture, I would say more than well, half that, the critics should that, like it. That that you know that means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Well, yes, it that, could that mean it could mean story. It could mean the way it's shot. It could mean you know the but all that should work together like that. And look at the genre that Drive is. You know, it's, it's a, a drama. Yeah, it's a drama. It's an action movie kind of thing. Uh, it, see, no, well, that's I, that's the thing. It comes off. If I look at the trailer, it looks like an action movie. The first ten minutes is, and there's like ten minutes and ten minutes. The rest of it is straight up relationship drama. Okay, but you know what? How many how many people in the academy do you think actually saw that? Well, you know what? If it's up for consideration, if this is you know, please consider, and it has a ninety-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, but that's on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, but I that's mean, that's aggregated from like actual real critics. And, it's not the IMDb rating, but and and just you know, movie geeks who are gonna go. Okay, and all give... right, hold on, hold on. Let's let's do it this way. Let me let me let me get the page up, just so I can like reference it as we're as we're looking. Um, show, let's show the trailer for Drive. Okay. Do they have those on here? I don't go on this site a whole lot. I, I just know. look at the numbers. Probably. Uh, Drive ninety three percent for Drive. Great. Um, you can, and this is what I wanted to do here. You can click on. No, just play the trailer. All right. I I don't think I've ever seen the trailer. And have you seen the movie? Yeah. Okay, so I have not seen the movie. Okay. On January 27th, prepare to That's not... The yeah, I know. Rolling Stone calls it terrifically exciting. I don't think it's, it's terrific. The Grey, subtitled Liam Neeson punches another dude. The Grey. Rated R. Starts January 27th. I don't like the title. skills. <laughs> yeah, huh? All right, let's see. Play it. Here we go. This might be really terrible to listen to. Right. I don't know. If I drive for you, you give me a time and a place. I give you a five-minute window. Anything happens in that five minutes, and I'm yours, no matter what. I don't sit in while you're running it down. I don't carry a gun. I drive. Okay, that's the opening of the movie. You just moved to LA? No, I've been here for a while. What do you do? I drive for movies. Not dangerous. It's only part-time. You put this kid behind the wheel. There's nothing he can't do. Kid, I want you to meet Mr. Bernie Rose. My hands are a little dirty. So am I. My husband's coming home. Where is he? He's in prison. There's some guys that want me to do a job for him, and I'm not going to do it. What is that you got there? 
One of those men gave you that? What's the job? When you get your money, his debt's paid. You never go near his family again. There'd be a second car. You said there'd be another car to hold us up. Whose money do I have? I'm gonna tell you something. Anybody finds out we're both dead. That's why this driver's gotta go, Bernie. He's gotta go. I'm thinking I should watch this again. Any dreams you have or plans for your future, I think you're going to have to put that on hold. For the rest of your life, you're going to be looking over your shoulder. Okay. Yeah. Um, to me, it looks like a... At first, uh-huh. like this is this is kind of where my thought process goes, because uh, that may be like the third time I've seen that trailer. Oh, okay, okay, okay. that's the first time I've seen it. Okay, but I've and the, seen the, the only movie, other times so. I've seen it is like if I'm in a theater. So it's right. been a while. So you're sort of paying attention. I kind of have it, an yeah. idea of what it might kind of be about. Okay, but to me, it looks like a movie that a it it starts off with, and in my head, I was just like, okay, it's got like a transporter vibe that's trying to take itself a little too seriously in the very beginning yes it does but it looks like kind of a a b-movie noir film noir kind of thing it it doesn't look to me like it's a it it looks like a movie it doesn't look like a film does does that make sense yeah okay so yeah it 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 comes off like you know okay sort of like uh, I don't know it looks like something that uh, Quentin Tarantino wannabe would put together. Actually, honestly, that is a, a much better movie than we'll say Death Proof. Or yeah, but um, Death Proof was trying to do something different. No, I know. So I know the um, characters are better. It's it's a better written movie, honestly. Even though. Death Proof is probably a shitty example because that's a shitty exploitation from the seventies. Right. I mean, that was a that yeah. was a, an exercise. A um, by the way, when you watch Parks and Recreation, when uh, Tom Haverford has a scorpion on the back of his jacket, this movie is why. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so it doesn't surprise me, and I haven't seen the movie, but I will. Um, uh, honestly, it, it, you'll it like Albert Brooks. I mean, it. I'll like. I'll, I would probably like the movie, but I would probably not see it as a, as an Oscar contender. Okay, okay. Okay. I can see why. Extremely loud and too fucking close, or whatever it is. I yeah, can yeah. see. I mean, that's total Oscar bait. It's it about is a kid but... after nine eleven and blah blah blah. That's total tug at your heartstrings kind of Oscar bullshit that yeah. you, you're not going to avoid. Well, let's see. Let's see what what has been nominated. I'm trying to get the official fucking page up here. All right, scroll down. Oh, is that going to play? I don't want that to play. 
No, it won't play unless you click that. From Just, the award-winning producers of It played automatically. All right, scroll down. All right, so Best Picture is The Artist, The Descendants, Extremely Loud, Incredibly Close, The Help, War Horse, Tree of Life, Moneyball, Midnight in Paris, and Hugo. Okay. Um, based on Golden Globes, I was surprised Descendants. What, do you know who one of the writers on Descendants was? I didn't know until um, Not Jeremy, bad, huh? Jeremy pointed it out. Yeah. That's it's uh it's the uh, the dean from community dean from community yeah yeah Jim Roush Roush yeah 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 wait what was what did he what did he work on Descendants oh right that's um the producers that are listed yeah. there for it okay so um you might get artists there the artists might get it Descendants might get it really Descendants I think I think the help is going to that's that. That's gonna be tough. It was really popular. It did really, really well. Yeah, but did Precious win? I mean, not to sound racist, but yeah, I don't know. Secret Life of Bees. I don't. It know. was a funny quote by uh, Joan Rivers <laughs> Just about being the an help. Asshole. Uh, Joan Rivers in Entertainment Weekly. They had a little clip from her, a little blurb from her. It said, "I fell asleep during the help. Did they ever get that house clean?" <laughs> oh man. Uh, um, I could actor. see, I could see, I could see Moneyball. I could see Hugo. Moneyball won't get it. it. Moneyball won't get it. It'll probably I, either Descendants or the artist. It'll it'll go to the artist. I think. Best actor. We will. We when when it when it, when are the Oscars? Are they February? Um, probably. I didn't look at the top. February twenty sixth. Yeah. So are we going to do official picks and stuff this yeah, time? Of course. All right. I didn't see any of these these movies. Yeah, this is probably my worst year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got the dude from I A Better saw, Life, say, Descendants. I mean, best pictures, all I've seen is War Horse. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, actress? Mm. Not Glenn Close. Viola Davis, maybe. Rooney Mara won't get it. No. Which is too bad because she was really, really good. Meh. Meryl Streep? Um, it's Meryl Streep doing an actual real life person. They seem to like to give. They do give, like that. give it to impersonations. Yeah, Michelle Williams also did Marilyn Monroe. Oh yeah, what I heard was a fantastic. Performance. She was adorable. Yeah, um, it may go to Viola Davis. The help is just sort of was sort of too big this year to ignore. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll have official yeah. picks, right? Actor. Wait, we didn't do actor. Oh, go back well, I don't know any Clooney. Um, Probably Clooney. Uh, Gary Oldman, though, Brad Pitt, and the the other two people that I don't know, the nah, guy from I The Artist be and uh, Better Life. You think Clooney? Yeah. He got the Golden Globe. Nah, all right. I think he did anyway. Uh, supporting is uh, Kenneth Branagh, Jonah Hill, Nick Nolte, Christopher Plummer, and Max von Sydow. That's a tough one. I like Christopher Plummer. I, I don't know if it was on this show or on Outside the Cinema. I said that um, he's the kind of actor that should have a bigger career than he does. Like, he should be a bigger name actor. Yeah, well, he's a pretty big name actor. He is, in but... In the 60s, he was huge. No, but, like, like I mean, like, he should be... Like, Lawrence like, Olivier kind of big? Like a Michael Caine, like, like everybody knows who he is. I think a lot of people know A who lot he of is. people, but not everybody. Well... That's all I'm saying. Well, Michael Caine did Batman, so... True. Um, and also, Ming the Merciless is pretty I actually, awesome. I actually would like to see Jonah Hill get this. I know you don't like him. Uh, no, it's not that I don't like him. I, heard he I did don't good work in. That. I don't like the roles he did prior to Moneyball. 
I haven't seen him in he's it, so I may sarcastic fat kid. I may like him in this. I mm-hmm. don't know because he's not a, at fat least, anymore. At least he's a professional in this. Yeah. So, uh, actress in a supporting role is uh, Bernice Bejo, uh Jessica Chastain, Melissa McCarthy, uh, Janet McTeer, and Octavia Spencer. I don't know. Might be the help. I would like to see Melissa McCarthy get it. Because I don't. She was funny. No, I no. Yeah. I don't. Well, sorry. That's what I said. Okay. Well, I disagree. That would be like no. You can't disagree with with you. You could say I would like to see somebody else. Well, I I. Well, actually, you can disagree. I'm being a dick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Melissa McCarthy. It was a great movie. She yeah. She was funny, but yeah. it's not. A, it wasn't an Oscar performance. Yeah. Personally, yeah. I don't think that movie was an Oscar movie, but I'm glad it got stuff because, you know, it helped me in the game. Um, <laughs> but that's like fucking do like giving Marissa Tomei best supporting actress and for my cousin. Vinny. She won. I know. There you go. I know. So um, animated feature two that I haven't heard of a cat in Paris and Chico and Rita. Yeah, it's going to go to Rango. It better go to Rango because. Honestly, I love Kung Fu Panda 2, and I thought the story was great, and the no, the, it's, the animation they did, and the water uh, on the fur, really like top-notch yeah. animation on the characters. I, I'm sorry. Rango was just amazing. Rango was on a totally different level. Yeah. And I'm not upset that, that Cars 2 didn't get nominated. It, it didn't deserve it. It wasn't an Oscar movie. No. It was good. I enjoyed it. It was, it was honestly Pixar's sequel. And that's where it deserves to be. Yeah, it wasn't. I I, I started watching surprise. it. Next year, Brave will be nominated and probably if it's win. any good. I think it will be. You know, it all depends on how they can fit the Pizza Planet truck in there. Yeah, that's true too. And the ball. Well, see, uh, Angie and I were talking about that, and um, I think um, the ball's gonna, been in everything. I think we'll see the ball as like just rough, tied together leather. Like Maybe, soccer yeah. type uh, type of thing, or it'll be a shield, somebody's shield with the star. The on star, it or yeah, look like Captain um, America. Yeah, and the Pizza Planet truck will be a shape in the background made out of rocks and bushes or Maybe, something. Yeah, so it'll just be the shape. Has the Pizza Planet been in every movie? Everyone, even Bugs Life. Yeah, I, I know Bugs Life. Which one are you thinking? I'm wondering about Ratatouille. It was there. It was there. Yeah, um, I'm sure we don't have to find it. No, but if there were streets, it was definitely yeah. there. Uh, but yeah, Rango will get this. It should, and ILM honestly deserves it for it. Um, Puss in Boots, I'm really surprised Puss in Boots is there. But yeah, me too. I, I enjoyed it. I've watched it a couple times, and I really enjoyed it. Um, the girls will, will come and get me every time. Um, I know it's not out on video. When uh when the the one cat goes oh because that's just really funny to me how he's like he's like oh no you didn't and <laughs> whatever um cinematography is the artist the girl with the dragon tattoo Hugo Tree of Life and Warhorse uh, I think it's gonna go to the artist I can see it between artist dragon tattoo and Tree of Life dragon tattoo was so good not good enough for best picture though I know which is unfortunate it was quite yeah. good I think it'll go to the artist um art direction. The artist, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows 2, Hugo, Midnight in Paris, and Warhorse. You think they'll give it to Harry Potter just to finish it off? No, honestly, I think if they give it to Harry Potter for this, that's just insulting. Kind of, yeah. Um, Art direction. Um, I would go the artist. I could see see Warhorse. Eh. Just from what I've seen, this big epic sweeping 
whatever. I don't know. Costume design. Not sorry. Anonymous artists Hugo, Jane Eyre, and W. E. Um, I want to say Jane Eyre because they always go with period pieces. Yeah, or Hugo. Hugo is pretty interesting. That's true. That's true. Uh, Directing. The Artist, The Descendants, Hugo, Midnight in Paris, and Tree of Life. Again, it's really, in this one, I think it's a toss-up between The Artist and The Descendants. Midnight in Paris was really, really good, and you can't count Woody Allen out. True, and I don't think you can totally discount Tree of Life either. Yeah, this is a a tough one. That one could be anybody. The Artist. Yeah. But I hate that bullshit where, like, you get director... And screenplay and like they're all different. Like director, picture, and screenplay are all different for some reason. I always like, thought director. If you win best director, you automatically should have got best picture because so. if you are the best director, right? But you then again, then the, again, the best picture. But then again, it, it the movie doesn't always hinge on the director. If you have a shitty cinematographer or really bad art direction. But the thing is, though, as the director, and I think we've had this. Argument, we have. Um, it also depends on how much studio control is exerted over the movie, too. That's true, and that's too, about so. the producers. So. Yeah, so see, it's I can understand it, yeah, but whatever. Foreign language film. No uh, well, documentary, I, I really wish the um, the, the oh, one about fair. Kevin Clash was, um, was nominated, because it was all about how he, I know you hate Elmo, but it's all how he took a character that was just kind of yeah, thrown at no, him I, and took it. I and, actually want to see that documentary. Yeah, turned it into the fucking juggernaut that it yeah. is. Maybe it wasn't released in theaters in time. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I let's skip over to editing. Okay. Because <laughs> um, the documentary feature. I'd go we'll maybe Dragon like, Tattoo. Editing. Yeah, it's a weird. It's a weird group for editing because, yeah. like, the Descendants, it's like, it seems pretty yeah. straightforward. Yeah, no, I'd go Dragon Tattoo with that one. Mm. Okay. I, yeah, honestly, I don't know. Uh, foreign language, no uh, Bullhead. I need to do a little more research yeah. before I talk about those. Me too. Uh, makeup, uh, Albert Nobbs. Uh, Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows Al- Part 2. Albert Nobbs, I don't think so because she just looks creepy. She looks like Robin Williams. Oh, she just looks weird. And uh, the Iron Lady. And honestly, there was a lot more makeup in Harry Potter yeah. than the rest. Uh, music, original score, Adventures of Tintin, uh, John Williams. Uh, the artist, Hugo, was uh, Howard Shore. Uh, oh, the artist was uh, Ludovic Bors. Tinker Tailor, Soldier Spy was Alberto Iglesias, and Warhorse was John Williams. So there's a, it's a good chance John Williams will get yeah. it. <laughs> but uh, I like Howard Shore's stuff. Howard Shore is um, probably my new favorite composer for movies. Um, but do? John Williams, he did Lord of the Rings. Okay. And I'm pretty sure he's doing The Hobbit. And the Lord of the Rings music, there are there are very few soundtracks to me that evoke the full total like feeling of the movie. Like Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Harry Potter, and yeah. Lord of the Rings. Like you hear you in the trailer for Lord of the Rings, you get that fanfare of them coming up over the the hill, and it's like that fits. Come on, let's be serious. All they do is come up over a hill. That's true. Um, the uh, the music in the Hobbit trailer, it's different, but it fits with the other movies. But it's like that's that's it. Yeah. That's how it's supposed to sound. The theme to Harry Potter, John Williams did. It's like, yeah, that's what Hogwarts sounds like. Yeah. You saw Tintin, right? No. 
No, nope, haven't did. had a chance to yet. It was good. Um, it was awesome, actually. Oh, I'm sorry. I was wrong about uh, original song. It was real in Rio from Rio. Yeah. No. Not from that other shitty no, song. No, Man or a Muppet. I mean, against Man, Man or a Muppet, come on. I'm honestly surprised. <sighs> See, I think I think they could have had two from the Muppets. I think um, Life's, Life's a, a Happy Song, song yeah. is hands down my favorite song of the year. Yeah, I, I listen to that song several times a day because Frankie loves it. Frankie is actually yeah. getting quite good at this, pressing the button on uh, my phone and the slide. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. He, he hasn't found the music icon yet, uh, but that's I'm sure that's <laughs> not too far away. Yeah, Life's a Happy Song is the kind of song that no matter what kind of mood you're in, it actually makes you happy. Yeah. Um. So then we have short films, which I, I haven't done any research yeah. on. Short animated La Luna that was from Pixar. That's probably that's been like that's like the front runner right now. What was that? Was that in front of Cars? Uh, I think it was. I didn't see it because I didn't see Cars in the theater. Um, sound editing. It's the only one Drive was nominated for. Uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Hugo, Transformers, Dark of the Moon, which I understand because uh, that also was nominated for sound mixing. And uh, Warhorse. Honestly, honestly. I'd go Warhorse. Honestly, I could see Transformers win in both categories sound mixing and sound editing. Mm-hmm. I can see it happening. I'm not saying it's going to, but I can, I can understand it. Uh, sound mixing um, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Hugo, Moneyball, Transformers, and Warhorse. Basically, uh, the same movies without Drive there. Mm hmm. Um, visual effects we got Harry Potter Hugo Real Steel Rise of the Planet of the Apes and Dark of the Moon Planet of the Apes has to be yeah has to be they have to recognize Andy Serkis somehow yeah I think they'll give him the Oscar for uh, supporting actor in The Hobbit they gotta they gotta do it yeah uh, writing adapted screenplay where was the one that surprised me here? oh yeah it was uh, original screenplay so adapted is Descendants Hugo Ides of March, Moneyball, and Tinker Tailor. I'm really spy. surprised um, Dragon Tattoo wasn't on that list. <coughs> but maybe it's because it, it's it's a it's a maybe because there was already was a movie version made because no, it's still adapted from. Is it adapted from the book or is it adapted from the movie? No, it's adapted from the book. You could just take the script and be like, "All right, let's do that. Change that right no, there." It's, it, it, no. There's a lot of shit with the writing stuff that I don't understand all the rules and regulations yeah, they have no, set it's up. Just didn't get nominated. Yeah. It's like Dark Knight. Uh, Dark Knight didn't get um best screenplay because it reused music from the first movie. Bullshit. Anyway, and uh original screenplay is The Artist, Bridesmaids, Margin Call, Midnight in Paris, and A Separation. I kinda hope that Bridesmaids gets it. Yeah. Because it was a good screenplay. It was funny. And I think that to recognize that movie, that's a good place to do it. Okay. Okay. And you know what? That would add a little more clout to uh, Annie. Oh, I can't see her name from here. Mumolo yeah. and uh, Kristen, Kristen Wiig, who so, are kind of, they're kind of fighting with the studio. The studio wants to do Bridesmaids too, And Kristen Wiig and the, and the other woman are saying, uh, how about you pay us first from Bridesmaids? They and then we'll think about yet. it. Uh, they haven't paid them yet. I'm sure they've got. There's paid. renegotiations when stuff's popular, when stuff's nominated for awards and things well, like usually that. Usually, that stuff is in the is in the deal. 
So, yeah. And plus there's, I don't know if that comes under Writers Guild. See, there's all kinds of shit going on. And stuff, yeah. So I don't know. Um, all I know is that there were problems. But, they don't, in, but the thing is, though, they don't. It doesn't need a sequel. We don't need to see these bitches again. No, you know what? You know what? I honestly think it it could use is is um I forget her character's name. Kristen Wiig's character. Yeah. Her wedding. That's it. End of the series. I disagree. You don't need it. It's, well, the movie was about her. So the that's sequel great. can but, be about her. You know what? The problem is if, like, if they're not involved, I can see the studio going ahead with another different group of people. But it's not and then it's, because and then it, it, you cheapen it. Exactly. It's just like, hey, let's make. You know what? We didn't need. We didn't. Three. We didn't. Well, you know, it's it's throwing those people it's throwing a two work. on on the on the name of a popular movie and just being pussies about it instead of saying, hey, write us another script. You yeah. guys were a great team. Write us another script with a with a cool ensemble cast. Well, you know why? You know why? Because then you don't have to advertise it as hard. I know. If it's a part oh, two. I get it. I totally it's, it's know why. Cheaper. It's cheaper. It's gross. Yeah, but that's that's. I mean, Hangover Two was that's a how fucking it works. embarrassment. Yeah, but that's the writer. I fully blame that on the writer. But I also blame it on the studio for being pussies and just saying, you know what, we want something as close to the original as possible. And it was just like, great, it's the same fucking movie. It's the yeah, same movie. People, you can watch either one of them. went to see it. I know. Of course people went to see it. And I stole that movie, and I freely admit it now, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted, I wanted to... Um, so now that we've gone through that... Let oh, me, for know. Adapted, though, since Tattoo's not there, I'd go Descendants, because I'd like to see, you know, the Dean get that one. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that would be, that would be nice. Um, I was looking at the best-rated stuff from uh 2011 on um rotten tomatoes um and the they with uh with uh 42 reviews the story of fishbone got a hundred percent i really need to see that i like fishbone um born to be wild i think that's the imax movie that we're going to be getting at work soon 98 percent. that's not bad it's about monkeys and stuff there's elephants in it so uh yeah <laughs> but you know what though i don't think that rotten tomatoes <laughs> is a good gauge well, see, like, look at this. We got the artist at ninety-seven percent, followed with ninety-six percent the Muppets and Harry Potter, like, yeah, you know, with massive amounts of reviews, and then Moneyball. Um, I'm just looking for the, the but I don't big, think the average Hugo goer participates in this. But you could look at just you could just look at um the the critics' reviews. I don't know. I I disagree with with um with with makeup and costume and stuff like that all the time. So I have no fucking idea. No, you know what you have to look at to get. I I mean I think to get a really good gauge of how popular a movie is. Huh. You look at the. You don't look at just plain box office because you've got no. some movies that, you know, are in thirty three hundred screens. Yeah. All right, and they make a shitload of money, and then you've got other movies that are on, you know, a thousand. Oh, screens. absolutely. Yeah. So if you look at the per screen average, yeah, that's a better way I think to to gauge it. Better than better than reviews. Yeah. If you look, if you look at like Borat, right? Okay. If you look at Borat and what that movie made its opening weekend, 
and and you look at how many screens it was on uh-huh. if that was on because it was it, it was on a really small number of screens i don't remember okay and because i remember talking about it saying my god if this was on like two thousand screens this would have been a 70 million dollar opening okay borat yeah which is funny once with a group yeah exactly yeah. and alcohol but on i what i what i'm what i'm, I'm but if you I'm but slowly if you, getting at is um I would have liked to have seen the Muppets with the best picture. Because honestly, that was that was next to Captain America. That was uh, my favorite movie of the year. It was just well made, well written. I, I would have loved to see the Muppets get a yeah. best a, a best picture, most definitely. Yeah, but that's that's what I'm saying. You know, it's it's like highly highly reviewed, highly regarded. Everybody yeah. has great things to say about it. What the fuck? There's puppets in it, so it doesn't count. But that's you know. So you put in, in incredibly loud and extremely boring in there. But we don't know that that's what that movie is. We neither one of us has seen. That I know. Movie. I don't want to see it. I do, I, I like still I it. still I see the stuff. Oh, it's about nine eleven. I I don't say this that often. It's still too soon for me. Yeah, I'm I don't good. need to see a drama based around that. I think I'm good. I can see it. Give me ten more years. And I'll take I'll take some emotional exploitation based on nine eleven. I watched United ninety three, but that was based on a true story. That's true. So I'm I'm cool with that. And you know what? I watched it once, and then I bought it to support what he had done, <laughs> and that's it. I don't know. How the fuck do we run this long? We didn't even get to any stories this week. I know. Shit. That's all right. Well, let's do a break, and uh, we'll do feedback. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're back to like the format from episode ten. <laughs> we just talking. Never played to you before. I have no tongue for it. No one 
Not even you will remember if we were good podcasters or bad. Why we recorded or why we voicemailed. All that matters is Metal Mikey stood against many. That's what's important. Valor pleases you, Krom. So grant me one request. Grant me action attraction. And if you do not listen, let to hell with you. Action Attraction, the action movie review podcast. You can find Action Attraction through MetalMikey.Lipson.com or at www.PennyCult.com or by searching for Action Attraction in iTunes. Do you find yourself looking for a different type of genre podcast? Do you find yourself on the weekends wondering when you will find that one film that might change your life? Well, then maybe you should check out The Gentleman's Guide to Midnight Cinema with your host Big Willie and the Samurai. Bringing class to the trash since 1977 and rocking the house. You can find The Gentleman at ggtmc.com. Last to the trash. We'll be back to. Oh, you turning that light on. Sorry, man. I hey, I've um, so I can read. I've decided since I'm going on vacation, I want to look good in pictures and stuff. So yeah. I don't know if I said this last week. I've been drinking nothing but water and like one or two cups of coffee in the morning. I've totally cut out all snacks. Like I'm eating granola bars, and I'm drinking only water. But I'm adding this Mio stuff. Yeah, this is from like Kraft. It's a, a flavored. It's it's called liquid water enhancer. It's mm-hmm. black cherry. You put a squirt of it in the water and see like you can it turns like this pink color. And you obviously put in as much of it. It's got nothing to it. There's like no calories, yeah. there's nothing. It's just chemical flavoring. Um so all I've had is water and coffee. And, and Kool-Aid. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Um it's it's actually not bad. I mean, uh, yeah, there's there's artificial sweeteners in it, but it's not it's not what's that what's that shit in soda aspartame no what's the the sugar the real like corn oh um 
Yeah, corn syrup. Yeah, it's not that I've cut. I, I mean, I'll eat like a regular meal. I just, I just, I'm tired of looking the way I look. I've been eating more junk. Good. I will eat less while you eat more. I've decided to not shave until I absolutely have to. And as of right now, the only time that I can think of that I would need to shave is the middle of March when I have to go to a wedding. Jesus. So unless I get a show or something in between, I don't really need to. (laughs) So I'm just going to see what happens. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to eat like sensibly. Like I'm not, I, I, I literally, I got the, the goodie bag of stuff from Bill's birthday party. I haven't even touched the candy. Really? Oh, mine's gone. I, I actually, and, and, and people don't know me personally, you know, as, as well, but I don't know if this would mean anything to you. Even if I said I had baked potato chips. Oh, really? Yeah. It reminds me when I used to go to Dunkin' Donuts and George would say, Hey, give me a low fat muffin. I'm like, no. Yeah. If you're gonna eat a muffin, eat a muffin. I've eaten bowls of carrots, baby carrots. Like, I'm fucking serious this time. I've decided if I can eat sensibly and exercise for nine months, I can lose the weight I want to. And then I can go back to eating whatever I want as long as I maintain with exercise. Yeah. If I could quit smoking and I could be not smoke for five years. And I almost started up a couple of weeks ago. Cause <laughs> I don't know why, but my stress level was through the roof. I was having dreams about smoking. I don't know if it was because my body hit this point where it's like, all right, you've done this enough. Get me tobacco. But I didn't do it. I was close, though. Fucking hell. Stupid nightmares. <laughs> I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm going to weigh myself in about three more weeks, and we'll see where I'm at. Huh. <sighs> Maybe I'll do something like that. I, I would just like to look how I think I look, not how I actually look. Oh, yeah. So, and I can do it. I mean, when I got sick, when my thyroid got really bad before I was treated, I lost the weight. <laughs> <laughs> Almost died in the process, but I lost the weight. Go ahead. What do you All got right. there? All right. So, the first one here I have is from James the Dork. Subject, just so we're clear. Oh, no. Then he goes into. Cute cats fucking stuffed animals will still be on YouTube, right? Oh. Okay. If not, what am I supposed to do on a Saturday night? Um, There's porn. Oh, wait. Not as if someone the internet re- shut down. As someone who recently switched from iOS to Android, I can say that, frankly, if you're happy with iOS, there's no compelling reason to switch. For me, the biggest impetus for the switch was I was sick of dealing with iTunes and I wanted broader access to all of Google's services since I use so many of them. Okay. The big screen of my Galaxy 2 S2 isn't a big deal since my hands are small enough that even my iPod screen gave me some issues when trying to hit the left side of the screen while holding it one-handed. Anyway, I'm not trying to sell you on Android, but I thought I'd share my thoughts as someone who loved iOS and now loves Android. Mega upload getting taken down was a good thing. Contrary to what people seem to think, it wasn't taken down because people were using it to share copyrighted material. It was taken down because people were using it to share copyrighted material and mega upload didn't care. They would remove public links to files without removing the files themselves, which means you could still get the file if you knew the right steps to take. Oh, so is that like pretty much what I said? Kind of. Oh, how about that? I knew something. Um, Sorry, go ahead. Those people uh, were making a killing off premium memberships and advertising based Ooh. mainly on the fact that they memberships? made piracy simple uh. as hell. No torrents, no worry about trackers. Just download a file and go on about your business. Huh. 
people doom saying that the government is going to going after big file hosting sites need to do some research first. The allegations that Mega Upload was essentially a criminal ring of copyright infringement seems pretty accurate from what I've read. Okay, Love yeah, that's what I got work. out of it, but I I didn't have a whole lot of uh, I I had never heard of the site before they were taken down, so that's the truth. I know about other sites. Yeah. All right, um, this one is from Angie, turning in papers online. All right, good. ask and ye shall receive, Chris and Frank. For the last few semesters, I've been emailing professors my papers. Very few of my professors require hard copies of papers, especially being a sustainability major. Oh, well, yeah, that would make sense, huh? In addition, there's an online program called Blackboard that my and other colleges use that gives students access to class information and message boards. Blackboard also has a feature called Dropbox that allows students to turn into electronic versions to turn into electronic versions of assignments. In my experience, very few professors use Dropbox and prefer that we just email our papers and other homework assignments. Hello, my fellow Americans. Okay. This Oh, is my anger translator, Luther. Ah, sorry. Now, I'm here uh, tonight to why won't that shut up? To watch the brand new it's above. Sketch- yeah, I was clicking on that. I was yeah. looking at this thing that said Captain America 2 begins shooting by the end of this year. Oh, good. All right, so that's from Angie. That's um, good to know. Okay. Yeah. It sounds actually. I had talked to my wife about that, and I guess I was just being old and stodgy that day. Yeah, but I guess that's what's happening now. Damn kids and their internets. All right, we got one more. This is from Ian. Subject is iBooks author. Dear Frank and Chris, um, I enjoyed the conversation on last week's show. iBooks author is honestly one of the coolest things I've seen in the tech world in a long time, possibly since the re- since the return of touchscreens in two thousand seven which is saying a lot when you consider how much cool shit has come around since then. I'm starting writing a book now as a companion to my podcast, Cough Plug, Getting Right with Gaia Help, Gaia, uh, yeah. the <laughs> um, which is back from hiatus. Very nice. Very um, nice. I am shooting to get some work done on it over the next couple of weeks and gauge whether I'll be able to do it well, I'm finishing up grad school. A friend who is a web developer is going to help me with some of the JavaScript coding to get my widgets working. This is by far the biggest leap I've seen in educational technology in a long time. Suddenly, a book is a tool, not an object. If I'm doing it, I'm sure a lot of other people who weren't thinking about writing a book immediately before Thursday are as well. One of the things I really like is the idea that I could embed a Google Maps search. So in a chapter you on using public transportation, I can include a widget that allows a person to look up their transit route That's right there idea. in the app. Being able to have video how-tos and pictures that users can manipulate is simply amazing. Well, anyway, that's all for now. Ian, nice. thank you all. That's a good idea. I like that. Input. Oh, what happened? Feedback. Oh, there we go. And such. And such. All and right. And such. Um, Getting tired. We got two phone calls. We did. We haven't had phone calls in a while. Yeah, because we didn't have a we phone didn't number. Have a phone number. All right. Let's play. Uh, I don't know which one came in when, so I'll just play this one. Now, I'm not saying that uh, Tim Thomas should have to take a ride on the murder train, <laughs> um, but he really should fear the Kraken that is uh, public opinion. And for a guy that, you know, He's trying to act like a captain on this team. Uh, he was sure acting like a captain motherfucker. Waka waka, Chris. That has nothing to do with the band I'm in. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the call. Um. All right, what do we got next? Hey, Chris. Hey, Frank. 
This hey. is uh, Shad. Uh, I just saw Chris's uh, little thing up on Facebook about. Uh, I took no such pictures. To talk about Tim Thomas, and um, I just wanted to put my two cents in not knowing anything about hockey or who <laughs> Tim Thomas even was up until uh, a day or two ago when when Bill put that thing up on uh, on his uh, Facebook. I think I uh, I mentioned something in there too. Yep. Um, uh, I agree with uh, I, I agree with what Chris said. Um, I think the best I kind of agreeing, is, you know, <laughs> regardless of of his his political ideas, I could care less about that. But uh, when you're when you're part of a team and it's your especially when it's your job, yeah. it's your job to be part of a team, and your team is is doing something. I mean, when you're going to meet the president, I mean that's you know that's a that's a slap in the face to to your team, and, you know, to, it's just classless, you know, it's, it's like I said, uh, I think somebody mentioned Manny Ramirez, you know, and how he didn't want to, uh, how he didn't want to meet with, with Bush, and it's the same thing, I think that's just as classless, so, uh, well, you Manny kind of has that reputation, guy, hmm. I, like I said, I, I don't know anything about, about hockey, uh, but uh, after I read that thing that Bill put up, uh, I did, you know, I, I went to his Wikipedia page, did some reading on him, and he seemed like a a basic Neanderthal. Uh, <laughs> uh, this seems like a pretty gross guy. Um, that's it. Uh, you guys have a good one. Uh, talk to you later. Bye. Thank you. And I think Thank that's the first time call. he called in. I, I mean, I could, I, we could have gone in a totally different direction oh, yeah. with him. And we could have said, well, you know, for a guy that stops hockey pucks with his head, yeah, it's a reasonable decision that he made. I mean, he plays a game for a living. I don't care what your politics are. Yeah, you know. Yeah. You know what? I you know Chuck Norris, John Ratzenberger, uh, Victoria Jackson, uh, yeah, yeah, Tom Cruise. I don't. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. Celebrities care. don't affect my my thinking politically. You know. You know. There's there's one person I just cannot abide, and Steve Harvey. I just hate that guy. Like, fuck him. Really hate that guy. Anyway. Anyway. I think it's time. It's time. That's the show. That's the show. The nameless segment is next. That we're like a forbidden treasure. We are, aren't we? Really, we are. Yeah. Because it's that one time of the year that your wife lets you go anal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what we are. Right. Exactly. You're welcome, Scott. <laughs> Here's your big one for the for the week. That's it. Well, there once were two cowboys all alone out on the trail. And they discovered they could sleep with another male. Now they're having butt sex. Cowboy butt sex. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, everybody. Oh, no. <laughs> if this is how it's starting. Shadamay. He's just all business in front. <laughs> Party down the back. I was referring to anal sex. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be horrible. Hey there, Chris and Frank. Okay, I put it off long enough. This week is finally the week I'll be announcing the winning name of my segment on Are You Serious? I like cock talk. No, Frank. (laughs) Just 
fucking know. <laughs> so instead of thinking of something myself, I decided a few weeks ago that we'd do this uh, with the Are You Serious cult members involved, you know, making cult? this an interactive affair. I think it worked out so well that I might try to find ways to work interactivity into my segment in the future. Is that okay, okay with you guys? Any interactivity that you want. and Really? Yeah. Hand jobs? Yeah. Anything <laughs> that you want to... Any- I don't want to look at them. I want to get them. Well, I was thinking more of Facebook-type stuff, actually, guys. I, I mean, have you been on that website lately to see all the suggestions for my segment name? I went onto that website, and I was just... What a fucking freak fest, oh huh? <laughs> I was... Don't they have anything better to do the stupidest shit? Hey, now, Chris, that, that's not true. There were some great suggestions... I tell you what, I'm going to go over the top ten right now. First, at number ten, we have What the Fuck with Reverend Scott, suggested by Angelica. But I didn't want to get sued by Mark Marin, so we're not going to use that one. Yeah, good point. Next, at number nine, is Reverend Scott with Reverend Scott. Uh, that was suggested by Shane. And, uh, you know, as, as good much one. as I do yeah. love hearing my own name, uh, and that's a plus. Uh, but at the same time, it's a, it's a bit repetitive, so I think we'll, we'll move on to uh, number eight. And uh, that would be the segment recorded in Chatham, but not the Chatham in the U.K. that has defended itself from the attacks from the French, Spanish, and Dutch with Reverend Scott. Wow, that's some <laughs> fucked up shit right there, isn't it? That was suggested by Matthew. And as much as I, I like love to make one. Chris and Frank say that every fucking week, <laughs> I just can't bring myself to do it. Number seven is Peace and Love with Reverend Scott. Yep. That was suggested by Cassandra. But I kind of have to pass on that one, too, because of the same reason as number nine. Number six is The Pew Spew with Reverend Scott. That was suggested by Zeke. Um, you know, I'm not using it, however, I like this one because it mixes the thoughts of a church pew with the spew of vomit or some other bodily fluid. Huh, how disgusting. <laughs> Number five is What the Hell with Reverend Scott. That was actually suggested by Chris. It's really only this high on the list because it was Chris's idea, and he seems to think this is his fucking show. But apparently Scott thinks it's the other way around. Number four is Out of Context with Reverend Scott. That was suggested by Frank. Yes, this is the same Frank that co-hosts the show. So guess what? Neither this nor Cock Talk are going to win. Damn it, <laughs> Reverend Scott's a funny motherfucker. <laughs> Number three is Cut and Paste with Reverend Scott. Nice. That was suggested by Jay. I like this one a lot, but as much as I like to cut myself and eat paste, <laughs> I just couldn't see exactly what this had to do with my segment. Yes, <laughs> And that was an actual word. <laughs> now is on to the top two. Oh, it was boy. close between these as to which would be the ultimate winner. So barely missing the win and coming in at number two is Damnation with Reverend Scott, also suggested by Matthew. Basically, the only reason this didn't win was because Chris told me he didn't want it to win, and he kind of <laughs> fucked you over, Matthew. <laughs> wow. I, mean, I tried to say, Chris, you can't fuck over people like that. And he just responded with, Oh, you want to tell me who and what and when and how I can fuck this person? <laughs> fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so that just leaves us with the winner, the person who picked the new name of my segment. This is someone that has not only helped me out in the past, but the Are You Serious show as well. 
My segment will now be known as Last Rites with Reverend Scott. <laughs> nice. I'd like to thank James for this awesome suggestion. And can you believe Chris asked me to repost the whole contest in hopes of him being the winner instead? <laughs> what? I need to repost that because everybody thinks what I said is important and I'm delusional. <laughs> well, I say no. Contest over. James wins. The segment is called Last Rites with Reverend Scott. So that's it for tonight, guys, and uh, thus ends my segment with an actual name that isn't Cock Talk. So much cock. <laughs> Peace and love, guys. Is the jizz on your face right now? Of course there is, since you're a demo homo. <laughs> Are you serious? Like going anal once a year. <laughs> Uh, uh, so that's yeah. it, folks. Wait, um, which James? Is it the James that'll cost me less to ship the prize to, or is it Australia James? Oh, I, I really think that's how Reverend Scott figured it out. <laughs> which one will which cause one these fuckers the, the most? Seriously. So uh, I got to dig out a t-shirt. Yeah. All right, yeah. cool. I have extra large and extra large. All right. So All right. Well, we I'll could take look, a medium. We could look at um, the... Are you serious? Facebook. We could. James, you, it was you, you last rights with Reverend Scott. I like. I that. like that. That's yeah, because it's because we'll always play it last. Because so that's much how, for cock talk. That's how much it matters to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's going to take fucking forever to find it, right? Yes. Yes, I know. Okay. You 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 going to talk while I look? Sure. Blah, 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 oh, that was blah. sounded so dirty. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I want you to talk while I look. <laughs> oh. Oh, what? I got one more thing I wanted to read out here. Oh, my God. That's yeah. huge. You're welcome. Thanks. <laughs> um, this was from Steve because we didn't get to the Facebook page. Yeah. Um, so as I'm going through, I remembered that I, I wanted to read this out here. Um, uh, let's see. So sorry, this is going to be long. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said to her. Uh, this topic keeps coming up, so I'm going to explain why I personally... I am a Twilight hater because we, we have discussed uh, yeah. this. Um, he's got some good points in here, so I, I think I, that's why I wanted to read it. First, I have read the first two books. Good for you. My wife couldn't make it through the first one, and she Ugh. devours books. I feel sorry for you. So I am not one of those assholes that bags on stuff without actually reading or watching it first. I am that kind of asshole. Well, we know that. I hate that the people who love it don't realize that the books are very, very poorly made. I love punk music and B movies. Hold on, are they badly made? Like badly constructed? They fall apart when you pick them up. Badly written. They're badly written. Okay. You know what he means. I wanted to make sure. <laughs> I God, love. I'm such an asshole. You I really, really are. am. Yeah. I love punk music and B movies, but I know that even though I enjoy them, they are not always good. Like Sucker Punch for me. I know it's <laughs> not good. I can't defend that it's good. Yeah, Sucker um, Punch. I have spoken to many adults that cannot understand that just because they enjoy the Twilight story, the books can be bad. I know the story is not made for me, an adult male, but that doesn't mean that the technical rules of writing a sentence or a paragraph have changed. It's got a good point there. That is a good point. Especially for the younger readers of this crap, I'd like them to be able to read Twilight, then read a gothic classic like Poe or Byron, and be able to distinguish what is well-made and what just happens to tickle their fancy. In most of my talks with Twilight lovers, they cannot understand that English words are not meant to be employed in the ways that Stephanie Myers uses them. <laughs> I don't mind that people read Twilight. I care that they can't see its horrible flaws, both thematically and structurally. 
some people say, at least they are reading. I disagree. I don't believe something this bad could encourage someone to read something more challenging or teach someone how to write. With something this poorly made, it would be like asking someone to watch The Room as a primer for studying French New Wave cinema. Wow. that's I like that example. As a final point, I have a friend that has a master's in creative writing from a mass liberal arts college. Well, you could have said which one because I've probably been to it. So, hippie art snob extreme. Frank, do you know them? Probably, yeah. <laughs> so I gotta, I'll have to check the directory. <laughs> she t- Just look under H for hippie. <laughs> She teaches creative writing for a living. She told me she loves Twilight. My head almost exploded. I asked her how that was possible. She said, don't get me wrong. If I had a student turn this into me, even at the high school level, I would give it an F. Technically, as a piece of writing, it is a total failure. But I totally got into the love story. And he he ends with, I can accept that. That makes sense to me. I can I can go for that. Yeah. Did you know Mitt Romney's dead father was an atheist? I did not. Nor do I particularly care about. Okay, Mitt fair Romney's enough. Dead father. All right, so we got twenty eight comments on this. Um, damnation! Holy fuck! What the fuck, irreverent? Uh, the nameless segment refutation. Oh, fuck. I got to send it to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to email the T-shirt. You know what? You know what? Since I'm going to be sending James um, this, the, the posters for winning the contest, I might as well throw in something extra special for giving us the music for the theme. Yeah, that's true. Because, because he went in and he, and he, he did the special um, vocals. For the stuff that we use, movie passes. <laughs> Where would I get movie passes now? <laughs> no, I have. Oh, but it's give me movie passes because he lives in Australia. Yeah, I'll, I'll go through and I'll see if I can find something that would be a nice surprise. All right, and I'll bring a T-shirt next week. Okay, and then you know when I can save up enough money to ship something to Australia, I will. So, James. Um, send your uh, address and, and information and stuff to, uh, to the uh, to the show's email. Are you serious? Yeah. Podcast at gmail dot com. Nice. It'll be interesting to see uh, when he listens to this because I'm not going to tell him otherwise. Right. <laughs> he has to listen to the show to find out. Such a dick. We should come up with a uh, maybe like a little sort of splash or something on the Are You Serious logo. You know, yeah, with last rights now featuring last rights, yeah, now featuring last rights with Reverend Scott, yeah, yeah. We got to get back on our on our on our presidential campaign. Yeah, we do. We should uh, we should write position papers on. on hey, you know what? Maybe items. maybe we could run against each other, and we'll pick VPs. Okay, I All pick, right. I pick Reverend Scott. Damn it! No, he's running <laughs> against you. Well, you know we should. What you, party you know is what? he from? You know what we should we should run a um we should run a primary, yeah. Okay, and then whoever wins the whoever wins the primary, um, goes up against Reverend Scott. Okay, and the other person will be the VP, right? Like how how it used to be way way back. Yeah, when you know the runner up in the election was vice president. Yeah, was that a way that was Washington they, and Adams, uh, yeah. wasn't it? Um, <laughs> 
Actually, that whole thing was, you want to do it? No, I don't want to do it. You want to do it? I don't want to do it. Fuck that. <laughs> What's the dollar bill going to look like? All right. All fine. right. Look like- we got to end this ship. We're going to yeah, go like three like minutes. Three three, we're going to go three minutes and 45 seconds on this show. This is great. This is almost as long as a Lord of the Rings movie. No, it actually is just about the same length. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> Thank you. That's it. We're done. Yeah. Um, have a nice week, folks. There's a phone number somewhere. Isn't yeah, it's are you serious podcast at gmail.com and 206 339 5808. I am never going to remember that. 5808. Have a great week, folks. Bye. Bye. Homosexual behavior is harmful not only to society, but more importantly to the individuals who engage in that behavior. You don't need to be in the pew every Sunday to know that there's something wrong in this country when gays can serve openly in the military. People who are trapped in uh, the homosexual lifestyle, they're in constant rebellion with uh, order, with their natural order, with natural law. If there's one characteristic trait of the gay agenda in the public school system, it's this. It's sneaky. It's usually designed to look like something else. It's disguised as something else. The reason that HIV was invented as the cause of AIDS is it was a way to get research money. We have to understand barbarians need to be educated. They need to be um, disciplined. And just because someone feels it or thinks it doesn't mean that we're supposed to go down that road. We went from uh, Lawrence versus Texas to now a constitutional right to, uh, to same-sex marriage, and they're going into a constitutional right to, to polyamorous relationships. This is this is the slippery slope. I have a book called Market, The Marketing of Evil by David Capellian, and it tells how um, expert genius Harvard marketers actually came up with the word gay rights so that the American public would accept it as natural behavior. If you're involved in the gay and lesbian lifestyle, it's bondage. It is personal bondage, personal despair, and personal enslavement. 
And that's why this is so dangerous. All gays who are born gay are overwhelmingly conservative, maybe, maybe apolitical. And all those angry gays causing trouble for everybody, I don't even think they were born gay. I think they just, they're angry at their fathers. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. End of line.